Early birds. Station of a short, sharp shock from a cheap and chippy chopper on a big black wow. block. Big black block. Short, sharp shock from a cheap, chippy chopper on a big black block. <laughs> I've not, I've not uh, practiced anything. Any tongue twisters like that? Before. Three gray geese in the green grass grazing. Gray were the geese in the green was grass. Ooh. Oh my God! She sells she sells seashells by the seashore. Sally sells she, seashells by the seashore. Okay. You know New York. You need New York. Are you all set? You know you need unique New York. Okay. <laughs> all right. That's you I think I'm ready, and right. uh, let's let's roll into it, man. Perfect. Okay. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. Oh. <laughs> what um, was that? It was just a. Video I accidentally pressed play on. But, okay. Uh, but I, All right. roll, roll with it. Okay, wakey, wakey, eggs and bacon. Welcome back to the Early Bridge Podcast with your host, Michael Turpak and Isaac Kuhan. Welcome and back, worms. No caca. No caca anymore. This time, because it's gone. Did you listen to that podcast, Zach? No caca. No, I did not. Yeah. But I appreciate the introduction there. Way to tie both aspects into it. Um, but yeah, uh, I'll, I guess I'll introduce okay. myself at this point. Yeah, okay. Um, uh, so, you know, you know what they say about... Um, introducing yourself or describing yourself no mm-hmm. words can really do the trick it's like it's like okay. biting your own teeth in a sense yeah um <laughs> what do you mean by that like you can't like do it effectively like well, like you really... know every single every time we try to like you, you know we always get the um scenario uh-huh. um where somebody will ask us you know um who are you yeah <laughs> um what defines you as uh-huh. you yeah. <laughs> yeah. and you tell them you know like oh i went to high school like at so-and-so uh-huh. i i grew up in this area yeah and like these are my favorite hobbies like but but that's your experience that's not that's not really who you are that's just like your experiences in life but that's not like yeah but like you can never define the essence that allows you to experience those experiences you know so like are you talking about like you can't define like your soul in a way, like your like your spirit. A, yeah, you, well, it, it is your soul which allows for you to even. So, how would you like describe? I like, think, like you were saying, like the only way people can know who you are is if you spend time with that person. You know, in a sense, yeah. But the thing is, like, you, you come across people, and like, all of those people are going to have a different opinion of you, right? Well, which is why, like it's, it's like mind blowing in a sense, you know. Why, when someone asks you, like, who are you? Why don't? Why do you say like your experiences? Why don't you just say like tell them like your morals and like. You like your ethics in. yeah um you know honestly i think that would be a better way to portray who you generally are so why but, don't you just mm-hmm. do that yeah let's just do that for the intro just don't say your experiences I, I guess i was diving a little deep at the forefront but um okay maybe a bit maybe just a little bit <laughs> <laughs> anyway we have a we have a guest this week zach bender <laughs> um <laughs> And he's here to talk to us about all, all kinds of stuff. It's going to be uh, quite the filled podcast episode. Hey, man, I'm excited. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm here for, you know, a, a good time, for sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, um, yeah. So, what do you guys sprawled so out on my table right now? Zach came here, and he pulled up into his car, and you could hear his Siri saying, Arrive at your destination. He had his windows. We're outside. He pulls up. He has his windows rolled down. I hear Siri, and then right after, I'm hearing like some, um, some voiceover of maybe some like great novel, maybe or was it a yeah, podcast? What were you, what were you listening, listening to in your to? car? What was that? Um, it's so, very loud. Actually, let me pull up the audio audiobook here. Um, an audiobook. Oh, it's an audiobook. Yeah. That's um, and if you guys are interested, the mm-hmm. the app is called Scribed. I can send you guys like a free trial. You know, it'll give me a month free. 
I don't oh. have my own uh, PayPal connected to a checking account because, like, technically, my parents are, are real sticklers on uh, hmm. me being able to, you know, be financially independent with a checking account and credit card. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, a free month on anything would be greatly appreciated. So, wait, so I get a free a, trial? Worms, free worms, if, if you guys are interested, uh, I'll throw my number in to you and uh, <laughs> okay. I'll send you a link for a one month free trial to get me one month free okay right, anyway sure. the book was breaking the habit of being yourself by joe dispenza and what this has mm. to do um and i just got done reading the first chapter okay. but it, it brings into play the idea of um whether or not your your five senses are what's real or is it like your internal reality manifesting those five senses, which is actually your reality? So it brings oh a question. <laughs> okay. It, I'm trying to wrap my head around what you just said. It brings to question how exactly on whether or not your external realities, mm -hmm. your external variables within your reality play an impact on you. Or is it your internal state that projects your external experiences? Okay. Is this what you're like saying? I said this in a podcast episode before, but I said like, there's that famous quote of we we live in a world of perception and not in a world of realities. Is it like sort of like it's that? Like Plato's, yes. Plato's it's like you change, you change your perception, you change your reality. What does personality stand for? Uh, you know, personal reality. It's personal. Everything and everything Whoa. you come across is, is experiencing what it's experiencing from a first person perspective. So you can never really um, grasp any of anything else's um, uh, viewpoints unless mm -hmm. you become that thing. Yeah, like a, like a, how a fly sees the world. It has like a ton of eyes. So it like sees a sunset like way, way differently than how we would see a sunset. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's like it, it also brings into <laughs> a question how much of a reality we can really perceive like uh -huh. even visually. Like we can only experience 1% of the electromagnetic spectrum. <laughs> I was keeping up with you until you said that. Wait, like okay. up until What's that electromagnetic <laughs> spectrum. What is this? Um, that's a good. That's a very good question, Mike. Is that like your visual? And uh, you know, I'll break out the. Um, I'll break out the uh, safari here. Just to, so you guys uh, can get the image in your head. Zach has a. I pulled a table out. We have a table. He has. He brought his own computer. He has. A series of notebooks laid out. There's like these sketches of like circles and charts and graphs and like sketches. <laughs> we're gonna dive into a whole lot of interesting stuff for you guys today. I don't know if the worms are gonna be 100% ready for all this information. I'm gonna throw their way. I know I'm not. It's we gonna be like not ready at all. We should give it's, a forewarning. It's gonna, it's gonna be an early morning feast. Oh, okay. yeah, I like that. For, for <laughs> these, for these birds. Birds. the enthusiasm you know? here. An early morning breakfast. Electro magnetism. Let's see what it pops up as here. Okay. All right. So, so Zach, describe like. like so this will probably give like a now. scientific uh, answer to this definition, okay. but the the concept of electromagnetism goes in depth to a spiritual level, um, and it it's how like we can dive into our aura and okay. how that's connected and, yeah. and how like our aura does exist and it plays a huge impact okay. on how we experience our, our realities around certain people. <laughs> I, Isaac, Isaac just... Because you looked that okay. up. You looked that up and the little dinosaur popped up saying you don't have internet connection. 
Thank you, mate. Alright, I'm gonna have to switch okay, my phone here. I feel here. like we kind of jumped way too... Like, we jumped way... In, <laughs> we jumped into this way, way too fast. Basically. Um... So, oh, Zach... Can you describe like the things you're getting into now? Okay, like, that's a, this that's year? a very good question. So, like they understand like what you're talking I'll, about. Yeah, I guess I'll give like some a brief background yeah, okay. onto how exactly I well, I really stumbled into all of this information. Yeah, because like okay. last time before like summer break and quarantine and all that, like you you weren't like woke like you are now. Yeah, you're like, like woke, I was, like, quote yeah. unquote like woke. Yeah, you have like <laughs> you a know? headband on and yeah, well yeah, I mean you a lot of people that come across if I talk this way to them to be like immediately labeled me as a as a hippie but if we go into style uh spiral dynamics and how uh consciousness is overlaid into a um into a like there was a system put in place i forget the guy's name but he like set out stages for the um the progression in consciousness and you can see the shift taking place um up until today and you can (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry did i just Moving a million I was miles a minute. I was paying attention to that. <laughs> in Mike time. I can't. Anyway, that's that's uh, that's I something think, we can dive into later on the podcast. Of course, yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. I have an interest like of what you're talking about at some level, but like you've just cranked it up a notch, man. Like you are just on another, you're on a whole another level right now. Basically, all right. What what happened? Like, like what happened? You definitely to you? changed. Like yeah. not, not in a bad way. Though. Like you definitely yeah, changed. Just last time I've seen you. Who you tonight. are? Like. Like, like, what the, happened? Yeah. To, like, what like, made you, you woke? Like, well, right now, I'm not thinking. Oh. Okay. What, what does that mean? mean? It's very simple, and I can tell you, when I had this realization a few so weeks ago... <laughs> you see... No, okay. So, this requires a little bit of explaining. Okay. But, um, man, I'll, t- I'll tell you what. When I had this realization, I was talking to uh, Francis Strzok, YouTuber. Extremely recommend his you content. You talking to him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I applied for a free consultation for a um, awareness training session. What does he oh, do? Okay. Um, he teaches awareness, basically, um, in a spiritual sense of where you you practice internal awareness, and uh, that well, I don't believe there's even a separation between your external reality and your internal reality. It's it's all one. Um, okay. So like you are the mirror experiencing everything you're experiencing, um, which uh, which makes you. Uh, a god of your reality okay and so like in increasing your awareness um you start to see things for how they truly are uh-huh. um and that is and that being a representation of you so the only chance like as einstein put it no problem can be solved solved by the same level of consciousness that created it so in order to fi- figure out more about yourself you need to increase your awareness of your state of being so you're like increasing your consciousness yes okay, okay. Mm-hmm. um so when I'll, t- I'll tell you, man, when I had that, I was talking to uh, Francis, and he was in a he was in a very present state. He's been on this spiritual path for uh, like since he was about my age, seventeen, and he's twenty one okay. now. Um, and he's, he's how he's, many subscribers is this guy? Yeah, is he very popular? He only has like three point four thousand subscribers. Okay, but okay. he's posting of he's posted a video every single day for the past three years. Oh, so wow. he, he's very so he's committed. Hustling. Yeah. Um and he uh and just talking to him I had this breakthrough realization that I didn't need to constantly think in order to get my points across. Actually, I'm more truly myself when I I respond to stuff out of a place of being rather than a place of thinking. And so like when you say that, do you mean like you're when someone asks you a question you just like answer immediately like you don't give it any I, thought or like it's like 
I, like intuition? I intu- yes. Okay. okay. Like I, I developed a connection with my intuition. Um, and that is the most powerful thing you can develop a connection to. And I'll break down I'll, I'll, later on in this podcast, I'll break down practices that have helped me. Um, and, okay. and like, and really like, um, going in depth within, within this process. Um, but as I was talking to him, I, I was staring at this blade of, I was staring at this blade of grass and I was staring at the, and I was also staring at the ants around the, um, okay. this, the sidewalk next to me. And, um, I was just, I was literally pouring my heart out to this dude. I was, I was, uh, I forget exactly the topic we were talking about, but I realized that I was doing all of this and I was being responsive to what he was saying and I was and I was responding to it in a way that felt extremely genuine and it wasn't coming I wasn't thinking it mm-hmm. was like a, it blew my mind and um and later that night I watched a podcast by Aaron Abke another YouTuber I extremely recommend that has helped me out tremendously along this like uh, along this journey and it was called um in it was called what was it um I'm gonna have to pull my phone for this one. Oh, it was give yourself the grace to be empty. Okay. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. And when when I was listening to that, it was it was the night after. Um, I, I dealt with a lot of uh, family stuff during that time period too. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I burst out into tears at that realization, embracing the understanding that uh, when you embrace that silence, you you become you become you you become i i am that i am you it's uh it was a beautiful sensation but um with that being said i i still haven't necessarily covered the the uh oh the like my why exactly i experienced all this change and how exactly i stumbled mm-hmm. into all of this mm-hmm. um so i can tell you man when i when that, that whole quarantine period hit i was diving into the research behind covid and i was diving into a bunch of conspiracies related to that okay so that was this like consuming my mind and i was like jumping into all these like i was jumping into researching all this stuff and um and it it like led me down a long rabbit hole okay (laughs) that uh that took a a lot of time to um for for me to process even now like all the information that i came across but i was still a rabid tiktok user at the time okay <laughs> and yeah. um you know and like i want to i want to talk more about the the how apps like that and social media along with other um instant gratifying things that we use in, in our society have major impacts on our brain how our neurons are able to interact with each other um so i deleted bottom line i deleted that app but before i so deleted be anyways before i yeah, deleted the app oh trump yeah he's planning on like banning it i i heard yeah. my yeah. my little sister's uh a proud uh left-wing supporter so oh, she's, yeah? she okay. just like despises that man it's uh it's funny watching where you stand politically I've, like has it changed ever since you have this new like site on the entire world well i understand that it's extremely important because we are we are experiencing a shift in consciousness right now uh, more and more people are starting to wake up to their spiritual nature with things. Yeah, I've seen stuff like about the Great Awakening. Yes. Do you know about that? What, oh, is, really? what is that? So it's, I, not, it's not just you right now. It's like multiple people across the world are experiencing Oh, it's, it's hundreds of thousands. <laughs> like okay. how? Like why is that happening? So, right now. Okay, that is a very good question. 
this year is 2012. It's it's not 2020. I've oh, heard this. I've heard this. this according, we lost eight years. Yes, according to our traditional calendar, um, they the calendar that we use today in our school systems has mm-hmm. been manipulated with leap years. So it's not in accord. It's not within um, in relation to the yeah. zodiac calendar, which has. 360 days in a year divided up into four seasons and that is the proper that is the there's 30 days in each uh month and okay. um the months are really divided into oh that's what this yes zodiac astrology um so it's divided into like aquarius being january i was i'm an aquarius by the way so do you believe in like you believe in zodiac signs they are very accurate they are okay. they, yes if some people would like say you can uh like, like you the, can the, the, all, all any, this along with your natal chart. I, I um. So can you tell me Foster about eBay? About Foster eBay is another YouTuber who describes all of this stuff like very the, elegantly. People say like the descriptions of the zodiac signs apply mm-hmm. to practically anybody. Yeah, you can like read any one and like say like, oh, that's me. I mean, but maybe not. Maybe you know, it's it can be very broad, and you do mm-hmm. have your own free will in the matter. But yeah, when right. you do research on this stuff and you understand um, how exactly because. When when you're the stars and the planets align in a certain pattern during your birth year, that represents certain energies that are dominant within your character that you okay. present. Um, so, like for me, for example, like the, the uh, Aquarius, um, uh, which the Aquarius represents your throat chakra. So it's like oh. the, the um, and that being your ability to like speak. So okay. um, they tend to be conscious leaders uh, and like. Uh, you know, fighting for what is ethically right. Um, okay. Very good communicators. Right. Okay. Um, and you would agree with all these I things? I mean, he's on yourself? a podcast. Hmm? He is on a podcast. So. He's on a podcast, yeah. I, I will, diving into a lot of that, um, uh, I would. And uh, it's like I haven't done enough research to give you a concise answer on whether or not it is perfectly accurate for mm-hmm. everybody i think it, it requires one's own independent research and curiosity to align themselves with uh that kind of a process so you don't yeah. think like how people are raised and how they grow up doesn't affect their personality it's the like the how the stars align well that i i think can i but... think we we influence before we are born in the womb we choose the environments we go into to evolve ourselves so oh. I do. I would believe that we we actually choose our parents. So do you believe in like reincarnation then? And that's um, that is that is a good question, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so like yes. So like yeah. the idea I'm getting is like so when we die, we are we going to like this there, like higher we are, we are consciousness? Here, we are here to learn lessons. Okay. So then, like when you're ready to like go back into the world, you may you pick a situation where you can like learn a new like path like go on a new path like so you're gonna put yourself like in like a broken family or something um like learn lessons i think it yeah i'm pretty sure it requires a lot a lot of a lot more depth to Mm -hmm. actually grasp that notion yeah nothing's really that simple although it is like big picture wise it's very simple and it's very it's very beautiful how everything interlays in like and operates in such a divine order like dude i've spent so much time these these past few months just like 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 i said being alone yeah having all that time alone just like it almost i just like something just shifted 
Mm-hmm. And like I spend time now like like staring at my hand. Yeah, I remember you. <laughs> I remember this. Yeah. And practicing exercises is like like contemplation. Journaling is a habit I'm still trying to consistently implement. But when you when you understand the difference between who you think you are and who you truly are, which is a place of being, not a place of thought, then life no longer appears like a random series of events anymore. You can align yourself with God with mm-hmm. with intuition. And do you believe in a higher being? Like, do you think there's a God? Or? Like, outside of us? Yeah. yeah. No. Or, or do you believe more in, like, you or your own? Like, every... God is, quite simply put, is uh, is infinity. Oh. Infinite love, and you are a... a stigment of that. Mm-hmm. A... Like every like the everybody has a little bit of God in them. Okay, so you, so okay. you you do believe in like a higher entity, like God. So you can con- yeah you can connect with your higher self. So you are. He's God. not saying like God's like a guy with a white beard. Like he's saying like God is just like ev- like everything. Okay. Like yes love yes stuff. yes. Absolutely. Okay, I like this. Oh, yeah. Um. So and like there's there's a lot like. Uh, metaphysics and like quantum physics they're like science is starting to make that connection with spirituality Mm -hmm. and how everything interlays um beautifully like how for example there is nothing unless there is a perceiver you are okay you are what allows an experience to be if you weren't existing then there would be no existence Mm -hmm. you are quite simply nothing (laughs) yeah it's it's a very um it's just like it's it's a time loop it's a paradox okay um and like another youtuber i recommend for if you're curious about anything that i'm saying i I extremely recommend you diving into your own research with things um worms (laughs) (laughs) um because no under, nothing you gather or understand will stem out as true to you unless you discover that within yourself. That is wisdom. Mm-hmm. Um, it all comes from within. And just the, these past few months, practices that I'd recommend and understanding this for yourself as true, um, take a look at your diet. Take a look at what you're eating consistently. Um, meat that you eat, hold, like depending on how that animal was uh killed holds energy and that energy is released into the the makeup of that meat that you're consuming so you are taking in that energy and that Mm. representation of the animal because animals are sentient beings so instead like i've i've cut out animals from my diet these past uh two to three months you're vegetarian now plant-based um so like i mean occasionally like i'll cheat i'll have like fish or Yeah. yeah um but i haven't had dairy in a long time either maybe like mm-hmm. i i think i had like veggie pizza the other day okay. and that was like the one thing i i cheated on but um yeah stay extremely hydrated bless your food before you consume it um re- new research has been has been done uh you can also find uh stuff related to this um um if you look into David Wilcock, his series on Gaia, Gaia is like the spirituality version of Netflix. There's so much life transforming information on there that uh, really connects the dots between groundbreaking science that's taking place right now and uh, in spirituality. Um, 
an example of that with plants, um, you if you talk to your your plants are aware of your thoughts. They're oh. aware of the intentions you set into this world, and you are connected with the plants around you by. Where's like where's like the evidence behind that? You know, like like yeah, I've seen like the studies of like if you talk to plants, you play music for your plants, they might like mm-hmm. grow taller or whatever. Yeah, I, yeah. So, like I'm I'm like a logic based guy. Yeah, absolutely. Which maybe it might make me stupid, maybe somehow. But like I need to see like evidence in true facts and statistics that okay. can prove what okay. you're saying. So. so that's a that's a great um, great note, and I'll I'll try to elaborate scientifically yeah. just mm-hmm. based on my own. Uh, and if I need to, like, we'll look stuff up. And right. like, do for you sure. talk to like plants? Oh uh, well, I do have a garden at home, so oh, I have. Yeah. Uh, there's there's a plant that was struggling, and I was like, dude, you're gonna make it through this. You oh, are going to be the most uh, fruit bearing plants how's in this garden. Like Vegetables, like vegetables. Yeah, how's he, how's he doing now? Is He's the plant doing better. Putting out the most just like delicious tomatoes you could ever. Wow, you can ever like imagine. I have a anyway, question. so I, I want to get to Isaac's question first about the okay, scientific yeah, aspects okay. of uh, plants and yeah. how exactly they're able to experience um, or experience a state of awareness, right? Mm-hmm. So this breaks down to how exactly plants are able to grow, and that has to do with the photons that the sun emits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the the photons in, in the sun are actually. Um, what allows our DNA to grow and change also. So we have a direct connection in, in growth and development in the same sense as plants. So mm-hmm. the okay. anti-gravity, which is another uh, fascinating fact, is actually embedded into nature. That's how plants are able to grow upwards. And, and, and vor- uh, vor- vortex-based systems allow us to grow too. So... So it makes sense, uh, I guess. They do grow up. Yeah, oh, yeah. So but they grow up. Those, so they what, grow up to get more sunlight, though. Yes. Yeah. What, so right. yeah, and they they are they're able to change and move around obstacles in order to mm-hmm. get to that sunlight. Um, but along the lines of how exactly they're able to use it for anti gravity purposes, they take in those photons, and those plants are able to manipulate them and move them in ways that are beneficial to them. Mm-hmm. And studies have been done where a guy connected a lie detector to a plant and the guy well i think it was a lie detector based thing i'm not exactly sure okay. but like a lie detector needs like a heartbeat right it's a well, it's a, it's, a it's a vibe it's a vibration okay. it tests for vibrations okay. plants give off vibrations and when the guy the i forget who exactly the name of the guy who actually set the intent oh david wilcock he set the intention on uh a plant of fear or not a fear but of like like I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And the plant's oh. vibration spiked. Really? Yes. It reacted to the thought vibrations so, he put out. So that that begs the question: How can they hear? Yeah. How, how are these hear? plants like hearing? They don't have like brains. They don't have like. It's not a matter yeah. of hearing. It's they they respond to vibrations. So like that a comes aura, before kind of? like yes that that aura? comes before any any uh like v- sensory communication. Okay. We are telepathic. telepathic beings by nature so when we send off vibrations into our atmosphere vibrations are and emotions are the language of our soul are the language of the universe and these can now like studies are being done that uh on thought vibrations and how exactly they're able to attract certain people and settings into your life and you can actually pick up on thought vibrations around other people too when you silence your mind i've experienced this before i was playing uh, a game of putt putt at hmm. putt putt fun in golf center okay. and hmm. i had this idea this random idea while i was like on the third hole of me putting professionally 
And I shit you not, five seconds after that, a guy came up to me and told me that they had putt-putt tournaments on Tuesday nights. Really? And he, there was a bunch of professional putters that play there and I've talked to them and like, like I seriously I, want to maybe yeah. like like yeah I think I could go somewhere with it I really do it's a game of geometry wow. it's like a meditative sport anyway I'm playing there at Tuesday nights now putt, putt, putt tournaments really you're doing good like you know not not terrible are you last place every single time or well no like there, I'm in the amateur division like the guys that okay. are fucking insane <laughs> they are uh, <laughs> speak your truth <laughs> <laughs> They um they score like twenty twenty points per per round, but they're they're just like they're really they're just good. like a hole in one every single shot. Yeah, pretty much. Wow. Yeah. So, so I'm not quite there yet, but putt. that's like their their life momentum. What a jump man. we made talking about plants and the auras that we give out from to professional putt putt. Yeah, I I had a question about so like the animal thing you were talking yes. about, like when you kill the animals and then like when you consume then. You're consuming like their energy, yes, right, or something like that. Yes. So, like, what differentiates like plants? From... Like, a, like a cow. Like, is he like? Because, like you said, like they're sentient, yes. right? So, like, are they having this like same thing as like humans are with like being like the like the awakening kind of like? Are they going to like this like afterlife? Are they being reincarnated? Like, mm. do they have like the same kind of like soul that we do? That's a good question. So. We are all on our own pace of um, of consciousness evolution. Uh-huh. So, which, according to Hindu beliefs, cows are very sacred because they are the most enlightened beings out of the animal kingdom in mm-hmm. the sense that they are very peaceful beings. They... They feed on they feed on grass all day, mm-hmm. and grass. By the way, certain grasses contain high elements of dimethyltryptamine, the chemical that allows for us to experience spiritual states, um, like scientifically, um, within our pineal gland. Are you um, talking about DMT? Yes. Oh, awesome. Yeah. So there's DMT in grass. There's DMT in so every mean, single living thing. I mean, yeah, I, we yeah, just I'm, talked about this I'm, on the last uh, one. Yeah, we, I got into it a little bit because I'm like a huge Joe Rogan fan, and he's mm-hmm. like all about that. And I always thought that was like so fascinating. It is fascinating. You can actually access those that DMT through breathing exercises, like shamanic breathing, for example. I'll do a little demonstration here. You basically breathe like this. And you do that. You do that for about an hour and a half. Okay. And um, wait, so it's just like a certain way you're breathing. You're yes, you lay you lay down. And you stay very silent. You keep your mind silent. And you, and I've done How this do before. This? Have they done like scientific studies where like they see if your pineal glands releasing DMT when you're breathing this way, or is it just like you? Okay, well that comes How down. Do like- that comes down to how our blood circulates throughout our body because our blood holds a lot of oxygen, yeah. right? Okay, and we're, we're breathing in that oxygen. Okay, so. Um, when you do, you breathe intensely like that, and you're bringing in all that oxygen. That blood, what that blood does is it rushes up, rushes upwards to your pineal gland, and um, oh. that, um, that that I'm not exactly sure the the exact like you know science. So have you like had a DMT trip it, but, because of this? 
I have had um, visions, and this is this is a while ago per se when okay. I've actually tried this, but it's something that I'm intrigued to do again. I got a little scared doing it because okay. like certain emotions and certain previous like dramatic drum like dramatic experience can start to surface mm-hmm. when you're oh. in those states, and uh, you start to like you know hyperventilate. But the goal is to push through that. I haven't pushed through that. Um, but when I like got out of it, you know, when I moved my hands, it felt like there was like an energy wall around me. You don't think that could have been like a placebo effect at all? You are the placebo. (laughs) 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 That's the fascinating thing about it. That was amazing. (laughs) That, that is the placebo. Okay. That is the power of our mind. We're able to literally change our physical state yeah it is through, crazy through believing that something will have an optimal effect it is so unreal. is that like manifestation yes is that what yes. it is if you believe something to be so true it literally becomes true yeah it's unreal it's crazy um and you know one third of medications in big pharma are placebo based um they rely on people thinking that they work in mm-hmm. order for they them actually to, do work your brain actually yes yeah because yeah, like don't, they, they don't know like what right like, like they'll give ibuprofen right like they'll, they'll do they'll give like I forget what it was, but they gave half the half the test subjects a sugar pill and the other half a pill that actually work. Mm. And I think you it know was, it works at, at as such a deep level as cancer. You think cancer is placebo? No, he's saying cancer, like you can cure. you can cure cancer oh, through with, placebo. Oh, okay. Um, That's this, insane. This study was done. I, I came across it on some YouTube video. I can't tell you the exact patient's yeah, name, yeah, okay, okay. but they. This this patient had um, I, I'm not sure if it was like leukemia or it was some kind of I think it was like some kind of throat cancer. Okay, and he was given medication for it, and that medication came out ineffective, and his chance of living was extremely low. So he went to the doctor's office. And he begged for a new, it was like a new breakthrough drug they were developing. Okay. And he got the doctor to sign him off a prescription for it. Mm-hmm. And because he believed so much that this would work. And lo and behold, though, it, it started to, uh, the cancer started to deteriorate. And, or, and he was going back to a balanced state. And when research came out proving that those drugs weren't effective and the doctor told him about it, he started to get cancer back again. Oh, really? Yeah. How does that work? Like, how can you just, like, create... Like, how can you just manifest a cure? Mm. <laughs> like, how does that... I, yeah, that's a good point. Is it just because, like... Like, we were saying, like, there is no experience. Like, we're... Like, basically, no, this is real. So, like, anything goes, in a sense. Like... Anything can happen. Like if I took a pill and I was like, "You are all I could levitate." You are all possibilities waiting to manifest. Hmm. So, like I said, like logical possibilities uh, only, like like every possibility. What do you mean by logical? You see where logistics stem from. You see the difference between what you think is logical is based on the paradigm in which you view reality. Yeah, that's that's true. It's like mathematics, for example. Although they describe how our reality interacts, like through 
the golden ratio and stuff like that, and they can be represented mathematically, those mathematics are still just a system we use to describe the phenomena. Mm-hmm. They are not the phenomena ex- it, itself. The phenomena of reality cannot be described through words or mm-hmm. through through uh, analytically digesting anything. Just like how describing your personality can't be yes brought through words. It's it's a state of being, and this like so this can be interlaid back to how we can change our reality even when we ha- like we can literally self heal ourselves through mindful mm-hmm. mindfulness actions and i was reading a a book called the the symphony of the brain um and it described how eeg eeg waves and elf waves um along with like specific electromagnetic pulses into the brain can literally change one's um uh personality uh or per se in how they reacted to certain scenarios and how certain illnesses like autism, Alzheimer's, um, ADHD, ADD, mm-hmm. and like countless others can be cured through the use of sound and vibration within our brain and how our brain is able to, um, like our brain is pr- pretty much the interlace system in the computer by which our, um, like our brain and our heart basically can um like digest everything in this matrix it is it is our brain and our our body it's like a we our brain and our body is like a biocomputer okay which yeah. allows for our spirit to interact with everything around us yeah and it's how we're able to maintain a state of memory and consistency it's like how we're able to like evolve ourselves basically Mm. um so time is like a factor you know um but i feel like i lost my train of thought on the core premise of what we were talking about earlier or did i I, did i cover cover so on on snapchat on your snapchat story you posted i think it was during putt putt maybe you said everything works no it was the nine fish on the dock it said your your caption was everything works in like the the universe works in numbers of three, six, and nine, and there's nine fish lying on the dock. Can you elaborate on like mm-hmm. what is that? Yeah, yeah. three, six, nine. Mm-hmm. Three, six, nine. Okay, so this goes back to um, studies that Nikola Tesla conducted, and uh, oh, Nikola Tesla, which is a aspiring figure, probably one of the smartest yeah. uh, people to. Uh, to exist in this in this era um but that is a that is a good question um trying to look here to see if i wrote down the definition of that a lot of words okay so every everything is uh is connected to everything and there was a system that nikola tesla put together describing how three six and nine are the uh it's like the code that interlays the uh the connection between our spirit and this physical reality manifesting okay um so let's take energy for example it's it formulates in a triangle right energy um and then it goes down to positive and negative so Mm. it is what allows for those polarities to um to exist and as as Nikola Tesla put it, if you only knew if you only knew and 
and found the magnificence of the three, six, and nine, then you have the key to the universe. Okay. So, um, let's look here. If you guys want a visual, I'm like, scroll those phone numbers there. <laughs> I'm looking through some notes. Um, okay. What was that page with all the phone numbers? Like, oh, I. <laughs> I if lost. You don't mind me asking. Yeah, I lost. I lost my phone. Oh, uh, okay. My I, my old oh, iPhone. Alright, so that wasn't like. So deep. like that was, was just no, like no, no, some. No. Spirit yeah, that was, that was just. I lost my phone. <laughs> my context. Yeah. Okay. Um, I want to give you a concise meaning behind like the three, six, and nine. Um, yeah, that would be great. But it has to do with energy, frequency, and vibration. Okay. Um, and how mathematics are able to describe. Um, that phenomena that I was talking about earlier. Um, okay, three six nine. Did you hear about the thing with Nikola Tesla and um, he was doing? I heard about it like a long time ago, but he was doing this um, experiment, I think, and it released some sort of like a uh, wave into like the universe. Okay. And ever since then, that's when like theorists think. Uh, that's the first time, like, he basically, like, was the one to call to, like, aliens and outside the universe. Have you oh, ever heard Nikola Tesla? That? Yeah. Mm. And he was, yeah, like, um, I don't know how much, like, research he did on him, but, like, he also, he knew how to, like, power, like, entire, like, towns. Yes. I believe that he actually created technology that allows for the use of zero point energy or mm-hmm. free energy yeah um that stems from like that that the energy that is the essence of what allows this to be this like reality like mm-hmm. what we're experiencing right now um so it's it's interesting because this his his death goes back to uh JP Morgan and the um his reign over basically the United States at the time. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the re- he basically financed the country yeah. at one point after the uh-huh. Great Depression. Um, so he was in control of the energy sectors and he was in control of the Federal Reserve. Um, basically, he had a monopoly over the country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, when he realized that Nikola Tesla had the ability to transform how we could experience this world and yeah. like the amount of peace and prosperity that free energy would provide for mm-hmm. everybody. Um, he had to steal all those documents and probably basically I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if he hired somebody to kill a man. I heard that uh, like after he died, the government just came in and took everything, like all of his work and it was just like gone after that. Like, well, he, he is, he is responsible in. for the electrical grid that we have today. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. the, like, if, we, if he didn't exist, or you know, somebody probably would have figured it out, figured out what he he did yeah. a while ago. But um, it is it is fascinating stuff how he was able to um, completely transform um, the way we experience the world today. I gotta say, Zach, you seem very like intelligent. Like, I I gotta say, you like yeah. you really know like what you're talking about. Like, you. I don't know you, what it you, is. You, you've, you done, seem, you, you've done your homework. Yeah, like you definitely, uh, you're not like messing around with this stuff. It's it's really cool to see like how how much like 
how much like belief you have in this. Like, you know, I, I got to say, I've, like, thought of, like, some of this stuff, like, on, like, a lower yep. level, but never, like, to this extent, but I really, like, I, you got to, like, appreciate how much, like, work you've put into this. Like, looking at your notebooks, man, yeah, it's like, crazy. You can, it's, yeah. you know, it's something that you, you consistently second guess until you start to experience it mm-hmm. for what it is, and... As long as you're telling yourself that something is true, it's not true. It doesn't Wait, say that again? Wait. <laughs> as long as as long as you're telling yourself that something's true, it's not true. Because so like you have to you have to experience it before yes. it can actually be true. Is that what you're saying? Okay. Be, well, like um, if you're telling yourself it's true, truth truth with a capital T is something that just stands out. It stands out before you in a way that you can't communicate with words. But it's like, just like based it off just of is. based off of my senses, this table you're using right now is black. That's the truth, right? Black. Well, that's how you're perceiving. That's it. how I'm to perceiving. me. I'm perceiving this as like a dark brown. Really? I do. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Looks black to it me. Looks black to me. I mean, a really, really, really dark brown could be black. Um. It does seem like a really dark brown. Okay. <laughs> it's just how you perceive just, reality, Isaac. Like, that's the truth. Like, that, 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 that appears black to me. Yeah. You see? Mm-hmm. You see how... But there is no, like, definite truth, because everything is just a perception. Subjective. Yeah. Okay, I... Like, as but there's, there's we, a, we all probably see it as, like, black, but, like, to something else, maybe with, like, a different way, like, their their mind works, they would perceive it different, differently. The the meta perspective to that, since every you know everybody is experiencing what they're experiencing from a perspective, is that it is nothing. Okay. Alright. <laughs> okay, but like I know that that sounds that that goes deep, and and we'll we'll dive into that. But what to to you guys? I just want to ask this question: How would you describe nothing? I don't know. It's is that would well, that you, you be can't. like that would kind of be like one of those questions that you said earlier like you you what did you say like something about asking out a consciousness like a conscious you have to like be higher to like answer yes. it yes yeah so like that's like one of those big questions like yeah. mm-hmm. it's like would your consciousness have to be expanded to like wrap around those big ideas like what is nothing or like how is the universe existing like as as soon as you try to describe what nothing is it becomes something that's a good point yeah mm-hmm. that's crazy exactly that's a, yeah so what is the difference between something and nothing it's such an intricate thought i can't even wrap my head around it could they not be one <laughs> <laughs> what's going on man what is going no. on i don't know we just this is a, the this deepest is, podcast ever you incredible. see it is it is the unmanifested which is why manifest manifestation techniques do work is mm-hmm. because it starts as a like this is big pretty much the way i could i summary out this reality up is it's 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 a big dream <laughs> yeah um, so with like that has infinite possibilities when going because how could it not have infinite possibilities like I, I want to dive into the science behind that, but go. What's okay, your point so on this? I'm more curious about. So according to like because like leap years and like all of that, yep. we are actually in 2012. 
Mm. And according to like the Mayan calendar and stuff, we've like been skipping world. around quite a bit. Yeah, like, we have. That, yeah. This doesn't make sense. This doesn't make sense to me. How how we are still in twenty twelve. Like so, like we have like leap years and like something to do with our calendars. I've I read something about this. I don't yeah. know if it was true, but I'm glad you brought. I'm it not up trying to like bash bash anything at all. I'm just like mm. I mean, I'm, it's about, it, like, I'm trying keeping, to understand. I'm, exactly, I'm keeping an yes. open mind for sure. Yeah, but a lot of this stuff is instantly hard to wrap my head around. Yeah, just because I'm like I said before, like I'm a logical person, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, dude, mm-hmm. and that brings back that pulls into how we we've been brought up in the education system how we've been taught to learn logistically instead of intuitively and how it's hard for us to connect the dots to um to everything without like without um like um trying to analyze everything you Mm -hmm. know like this is scaring me because it's making me feel way more stupid like it's making me feel incredibly stupid right now this is, it's, a, it's a question. That's a good no, Isaac. That's a great place to be. That is like no, that is. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be. No, that is believe. that is a really good place to be. I don't know if I want to be here though. Like be yeah, become so stupid to the point where you can't think. I just want to be the and happiest. Then you can just I just be. want to be the happiest person I can be. And if that's a life of ignorance, then maybe that's what maybe, you want. Maybe that's the maybe that's you want want to know the grand truth. They say they say ignorance is bliss, right? But how can how can bliss come about if you don't understand where bliss comes from? Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Okay, this is what I'm like really curious about. So, bottom line though, bliss comes from within. Everything is one. Okay, so if we are in the year 2012, and this and there is this like great awakening, like what does this mean? Like what does it mean that all like okay, these hundreds of thousands what, of people yep. are awakening to this like new spiritual world because like this definitely is like one of the weirdest times i feel like like we were living in a very yeah very like, this time. 2020 isn't like insanely it's been a, you guys have all seen the movie 2012 year. right no of I course i i watched i remember watching that when i was when i was young mm-hmm. and um uh it startled me because yeah, I thought the end of the world would be something that entailed a bunch of physical disasters, and right. sure, to an a certain to a certain extent, it could. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but this has nothing to do with anything external. This has to do with an internal shift, an internal shift in how people perceive their realities. And when people's realities change, the world change uh-huh. changes, okay, and the and the, the world ends. So, is it going to change for the better? Or as worse? we as we believed it would. There's. Okay, that's a very that's a very good question. Um, it's it's subjective. So, and let me explain. You're going to, you you're going to start to experience a very big polarization mm-hmm. in terms of how people experience reality. Some some people are going to start experiencing reality very at a very negative state. They are going to they're going to be consumed with their negative thoughts and it's going to drive them down an abyss towards um, hell, basically. And and that's going to come from the people depending on their flesh to 
circulate within this matrix. There's very dark energy submerging right now, and this plays back to like satanic rituals and and the people at the top that are you think, projecting like, this society that we live in. Like all the regulations we see about COVID, that's stemming from them. It's stemming from them manipulating our mm-hmm. collective consciousness and putting negativity. Yes, out. but and we accept that subconsciously through the content that we consume. That's why there's there's so much control within the government and in alignment with Hollywood and um, media and like Google pretty much has a monopoly over all like everything on the internet. I can't tell you how many videos that I've saved in right in, in regards to conspiracies have been deleted on my playlists. Oh, um, hmm. they, if it doesn't align with policies, they take it down and, um, this shit goes deep. There's a spiritual war going on bottom line. Um, and, there's there's a shift in consciousness taking place. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, there's going to be certain people that are experiencing uh, lower states of consciousness, and they're going to continue to get lower. And then, since the shift is occurring, though, there's a possibility for us to enter an optimistic timeline collectively, and we can shift to a higher state of being rapidly, and we can rapidly mm-hmm. increase our state of being. So, like, what in a in a world where we all do shift to like this optimism, like what what's going to happen, like? The f- is okay, the world yes, going to be like sunshine and rainbows now? Or are we going to like... It's going to be an age of innocence. We've entered the age of Aquarius. Um, hmm, and you are an Aquarius. That's I, why you're woke yes, right now. The world. Wait, so... Okay, keep on going. Keep on going. So, I know this is, this is a shit ton of information to take in mm-hmm. um and i'm like i've been jumping around from in, from piece yeah. to piece to piece um we haven't been on a consistent timeline That's at all fine. It's fine. How it is, like every episode. Yeah. um uh, i'm not keeping up my whole thing is i just like ramble for 50 minutes uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um so where was i Okay. Talk about media we're talking outlet. about 2012. Like, why are we still in 2012, right? We're still in 2012, and there's it's not a physical like end of the world. It's a spiritual one, is what I've gotten. Yes. There could be physical things, yes. but that's all just a perception. You see, so oh. so all of these, all of this negativity, and. It, there's a totalitarian tiptoe taking place in a new world order that is trying to be ushered in that operates out of a state of fear and a state of... Is that like with the elites? Yes. Those people? Yes. Like, like this conspiracy shit isn't a joke. Like, And I, I want to dive into Project Bluebeam. Um, hmm, I've never heard of that. Uh, Project Bluebeam, it has to do a lot with 5G and a lot of stuff rolling out right now. There's, oh. a, there's a technocratic... like civilization that is being implemented that wants to force people to be in alignment with their flesh instead of their spirit. Which is why it's so important to feed your soul right now and to, and to like connect with your intuition. You're scaring me, man. My soul. You're scaring me. So they, so they kind of want to like, trying to scare you like our spiritualness. Like they, they don't want us to be in tuned with that. Yes. Okay. I'm on board with this. Because, Once you become in tune with your intuition and your pineal gland activates, you Mm -hmm. become a free being. You you free will integrates and do you believe fluoride clogs the pineal gland? Have you heard? Yes, you do. That's why there's so much fluoride in the water systems that are circulated around our city. Theory that the yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that. Um, There's so many other variables that play into that. The food industry is is basically structured around uh, feeding us poison 
and um, the, the modern medicine, for example, in big pharma, the only reason why they exist today is because they've been keeping people sick for so long. Mm-hmm. Flus, for example, they give us vaccines. Those flus have been linked to new advancements in technology these past few decades mm-hmm. or past century, at least. Um, like we are electro, like I said, we are electromagnetic magnetic beings, and when our aura and the Earth is also operates under a um, electromagnetic system too. So when new elect, like when the electricity on our Earth becomes amplified through new technological systems that allow for Wi-Fi to be uh, implemented, like five G, for example, on a broad mm-hmm. scale, that has a huge impact on our environment. If you are not aware enough to see that change so there's also eeg and elf technologies that that uh, governments can use to manipulate people's thought patterns people thinking that if people aren't aware that their thoughts are not them then they are literally prone to uh their identities being shifted by Mm -hmm. alternative sources yeah being like our phones for example okay um this stuff uh, it, I, I came across an article the other day. My uncle showed it to me uh, in regards to, like I said, Project Bluebeam. Um, uh, and basically, basically to sum it up, the people there's people at the top. Have you guys heard of Pizzagate? Yeah, yeah of course. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And the Epsteins. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. It's crazy because like all of that was true. Like that used to, uh, that was once just a big conspiracy theory that people were like, yep, shamed if they the said people it, at the top, it's a bit, there's a big web and mm-hmm. it's basically breaks down to, a bunch of people ushering in little kids mm-hmm. and using those kids to perform satanic rituals and they, they take out their blood from their body and they like which contains the chemical and adrenochrome and it gives them a high like it's an immortality serum basically and it connects them with their flesh it connects them with the this luciferian these people- this luciferian matrix that we're that we are in right now and which gives them so much power over this material world. So that's why that there's a big shift going on right now with people connecting to their spirituality, because mm-hmm. if that's not the case, then people are going to be consumed within this matrix and it's going to get out of control. Why do these people want to like stop us from being in tune with our spiritual selves? Like why do they want us to like, be the flesh? It gi- because it gives them power over this matrix. It, be- it makes them their own. It makes them separate from the God source within us. And it, and they want to have power over it's mm-hmm. it's very it's a very silly game it's very childish really what they're doing which is why like you shouldn't be afraid of it at all it's it's very petty how they are trying to manipulate the god within us mm-hmm. by uh clinging on to the flesh which is hmm. which is like uh subject to that god uh or separate from that which it's really one devil and God are really one, but it's the, the devil is our ego. It feeds our ego. It feeds our identity. Um, which is why, uh, there's so many social media apps today that people like, think about it. You literally form your own perfect identity on Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Mm -hmm. all that shit. Mm -hmm. Um, and it feeds, uh, your, your flesh. Um, so what they do is in order to they put all of this stuff in plain sight through movies, propaganda and other sources and they get people to agree to all the stuff they're putting in the place subconsciously so that it can then unfold and manifest into our reality. Um 
Like, what kind of things do, do they put into, like, movies and stuff that good, manifest good, into reality? Uh, good question. I'm trying to think of some examples. Like, this propaganda. Like, what are they implementing to kind of okay, manipulate Thanos, um, the Infinity War. Yeah. And think about it. Infinity War. God War. It's... They're shoving it right in your right in your face. Yeah. What's going on? Okay. The seven stones, your seven chakras, your energy sources. Once Thanos gets all of your energy, he then rules. So the isn't world? that like? It, wouldn't that be like Hollywood trying to warn us in a way? Yeah, true. Wouldn't that be like a no? Warning? They put it in plain sight so that it's like in your subconscious. Yes. Kind of? mm. So then you're able to the, un, un to manifest that reality through your. Do the seven state of chakras being. align with the seven infinity stones? Like reality stone, <laughs> time stone, power stone, or is that just comic book stuff? Um. Okay. Maybe so, it does in a way. so what are your, your chakras, chakras. Okay. It's your your sacral your sacral chakra chakra <laughs> chakra. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Your sacral chakra is what, what's that? That is your earth energy. That is your okay. core energy. So it is your like, like it avatar, is your sexual energy. Avatar last Airbender stuff, kind of. Yes, like, you can actually chakras. also manipulate the air and nature around you if you become in tune with all of that. Okay. Airbender is that like what the, the children show explains those chakras. Not a children show well technically it's, okay what it's are those really, like the real bolt stuff. things and you like you hit it and it goes like whoa and you like kind of drag it around the circle oh i know what you're talking about. yeah yeah okay, what does that does. do and you like hope you like align with yes, your chakras it balances, how does that help like, sound is it sound is, is a sound is the first thing that that came to be it's what allowed and you know it says in genesis and god said <laughs> mm, didn't you have a catholic good. upbringing lutheran lutheran upbringing okay, lutheran, okay. my yes. dad's lutheran so are you well, still like, where are you with religion right now? Religion has people putting faith into the finger, pointing them inwards. So, religion has been taken and and used by and dulled, dulled down for the ego to, and basically Satan to, uh, uh, contort and twist what the truth is through uh, the the Bible and the scriptures. The, the closest representation you're going to get to it right now is the King James Version. Um, these newer versions, uh, just why do you think there's 50,000 diff- 50, different Christian denominations? That's a good point. Yeah. Um, there's so many different okay. religions, but they're all connected in the sense that um, if you really dive into it and study enough, it'll eventually lead you to yourself, um, hmm. which is the whole premise of spirituality is... Um, as within, so without. So all religion as above, so as above, so below. Um, yes, yes. So no matter like where you come from, do you believe like there's like a hell in the heaven, like or is hell in hell in heaven is already here, like on earth, or is it just like a perception or something? Do we need to take a break? Yeah, I gotta use the bathroom. Okay, all right. We'll talk about heaven and hell. Remember that. Okay, after a short restroom break, we are back. Um, sorry if we're all right. too Evan confused. Yeah. So, like, according to, like, the spiritual world, how do they see, like, heaven and hell? Like, what is that to them? Like, to you? Okay. Is it going to be, like, the golden gates and the white clouds or the <laughs> or the burning fire and the everlasting pain? Like, what is... Mm-hmm. What, what happens when we die? All right. Good question. So, I, I brought up earlier that we are here to learn lessons mm-hmm. to increase our our state of being in connection with God. Um, and um, 
So when I say that heaven and hell is here, mm-hmm. what what I'm referring to is not anything physical, but it is our psychological manifestation of how we experience reality through our our thought patterns and um, like our internal beliefs and dialogues that we repeat to ourselves on a daily basis that grows and manifests mm-hmm. and when you're attached to your ego and you're attached to your flesh that is hell because okay you are not in tune with who you truly are and so heaven basically is your is you connecting you with your god source within so you. you are you like on your way to heaven in a sense right now have you had like okay so i know like well, yeah theoretically i guess you could you could put it you could frame it that way mm-hmm. but it is a place of bliss in a place mm-hmm. of peace, peace. Okay. and knowing okay. so and connection um, and unity connecting divineness. that with like psychedelics and stuff mm. Like, because I've watched a ton of, like, Joe Rogan, they talk about it, um, in, like, when you do DMT, like, the immense amount, uh, you have, like, what what's called an ego death. Have you heard, have you heard about that? Yes, yeah. I have. So, what is, like, your thoughts on that? Like, when you have that ego death, are you, like, then experiencing that bliss from, from like, your research? Good question. <laughs> <laughs> I just have to put that in there. That is really that is really yeah, well for like, question. Yeah. Um so quite simply, yes. Um mm-hmm. but it is not that realization that you have can actually cause an ego backlash to occur where you start to logistically try to analyze what just happened and your your mind becomes uh, tries to manipulate that experience that that experience that cannot be manipulated that cannot yeah. be named or described through words it is a state of infinite awareness it is a state of just hmm. knowing this your experience doesn't change you're like you go about your days uh uh similarly it's not like you're seeing something different but it's it's an understanding like found appreciation for everything kind of yes it's understanding that you are you are it mm-hmm. you are neo if you've seen the ma- the movie the matrix yeah, okay that. yeah you right. are so yeah it's you you at what understand point that connection is will will you ever be done like learning these lessons like in your many lives you'll live like out does it ever end oh man because, like, Why? we talked about, like, reincarnation and how, like, you'll come back. Yeah. And, like, so you can learn a mm-hmm. new lesson. Um, so, like, at what point, you know? Because, I mean, unless the world is, like, it is infinite and you can just well, always how learn something new. That that comes down to the the structure of the the spiral. How everything comes back inwards... But at the same time, it's going outwards again. Okay. So it's in a constant place of understanding. And since it is, since this reality is infinite, literally, like I can experience this situation from an infinite number of perspectives. Okay. There, every end to anything is a new beginning. That's mm-hmm. the beauty of reality is that there, there is only a state of now. And when you connect with that now, it is... 
it is the fulfillment um is the only fulfillment that you that you need mm-hmm. um to live a life of of uh, of peace i do i think like i don't know if it's exactly the same thing but oftentimes if i'm like i try to like live i think i try to live in the now where like if something like uh an experience that i know like i'm never gonna forget or something like something amazing i like take myself like i step back yeah i've like, done that too i, know exactly I, I take a step about. back yeah. and mm-hmm. i kind of just like look where i am and i'm like i'm like i'm here right now right i see what exactly like is that what mm-hmm. you're talking about kind of like just em- like embracing the present like it really like, really feeling yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so i think the present moment can best be described from a a state that you are not analyzing anything, you are in connection with it. Mm-hmm. You are in a flow. Mm-hmm. You are you understand that you are the underlying essence, the awareness that allows for this experience to be and you one book I'd recommend you guys read is The The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. He puts into articulation beautifully how exactly um, you can come to know this within yourself, mm-hmm. and it's not like you know what you are the student and you are the teacher. So all truth and all knowing is and all wisdom is going to come from within you and no and nowhere external because your external environment is a result of your internal experiences and your internal state. Mm-hmm. So that like back to your question about the the present moment you are the present moment that's the paradox about all of this you are the placebo you are the placebo yes <laughs> okay, i want to go back to the seven chakras we talked about the first one mm, the sa- the sacred the, the yeah sacral or sacral. the earth one the earth one right? yeah yep. okay so then what are the other six okay so it's you have your after that, it is your, um, I think, I know it's your, your third one is your solar plexus, mm. um, which I have this written down somewhere. Let me actually, I'm just going to look this up so that I, I'm forgetting the second one for some reason. I can't use the computer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I need, I need your passcode. Um, <laughs> just immediately, uh, okay. remember to use that maybe connection. <laughs> In okay. a way, aren't you like falling into the trap of like what these elites oh, want you sorry. to do when you have your phone, like when you're using That's a your good phone? Point. Aren't you like succumbing to them when you're using, like in a way? Like I'm not like, trying yeah. to bash you for using your phone, but like, aren't you in a way like kind of succumbing to what they want when you continue? Well, no, because he's not using things? like he's, he deleted like all media, all social media and stuff. I only use it to post. I don't consume content that is that doesn't serve me. Mm-hmm. So I use my phone. Um, as a tool, yes, not as entertainment. Yes, Good. that's really smart. Um, because there, it's very, very useful being able to communicate with people as rapidly and as fast as as we can now. Mm-hmm. And there's so many benefits to it. The only side effect is that you know we we tend to sell our soul sometimes mm-hmm. with. So you're no longer like how we to like kind of like feed your ego and no, like yeah. as like, like no nature. more no more entertainment from your phone. It's usually just I I've been a, on a. Cons- rather consistent dopamine detox recently um oh for the most part and i'll i'll elaborate more on that later on okay, but there's with, so many things i want to talk about but yeah we need yeah to do the but chakras. with the with the chakras i actually messed up the order on that your root chakra is the 
is is like your earth energy, your connection with your sexual energy. It's your mm. it's it's the source by which you are able to manifest life. Um, it's why your semen is, is so is so powerful, man. I heard that in you your are life, practicing your life energy. Intention. I am. Yeah. I'm for about forty days in, and I want to describe 40? to you guys the kind of ben- yeah the kind of benefits I've had from that, along with a combination of just daily meditation and mm-hmm. um and a plant based diet. I know you guys are giggling right now. It's a funny thing to talk about, but it is very serious. It is very serious stuff. I'm serious. I'm telling you. It's some life-changing stuff. I'm looking over at Isaac. He's laughing, so it's going to make me laugh. <laughs> Seriously? I'm We're good. All right. So the next chakra um, is the sacral. So okay. that is your um, fire energy. Oh. The Confidence. Yes, confidence. Mm. Your ability to... Um, manifest of physically um it's like you guys your your gut feeling with things um i feel like i'm, I'm not getting that 100 percent right and accurate on the definition but um with, the gist of it. yeah okay. the the next one is the solar plexus right which um it is it's this it's the step below your heart chakra or your oh yeah it's called the heart chakra anyway <laughs> Okay. <laughs> your uh your solar plexus is the the energy source which if i'm right um allows for you to um experience um gut sensations so okay um is that your intuition I, I, Yes, yes. The two and two go together with that in your heart chakra. Um, your heart chakra is the key to being able to experience love for other people. Okay. And that is a big balancing ish, uh, balancing um, center for your body. And, it, it, and without your heart chakra being activated, um, you, you struggle to uh, access that in- intuition and you struggle to... Uh, find content and bliss within your life and you see everything as a random series of events i'll tell you what the majority of people i say 90 percent of people in the united states and probably the world operate on their root chakra which one's that again uh your sexual energy uh okay your compulsive state your um you mike (laughs) (laughs) um acting without a a sense of purpose um and by like by no fault of our own i feel like with you know the expansion of technology that we're experiencing um more and more people are going to be inclined to give in to that instant gratification lifestyle mm-hmm. and um and in turn suffer because of it because they are not doing anything for the gratification that mm-hmm. they are experiencing that's the whole purpose of like you being fulfilled by the work you put in with things. And if you aren't balanced with that, then your long, long-term fulfillment will not be, and growth will not be uh, adequate. Um, it's like, the, like, it's like the high you get after working out. It's like, kind of like that in a way. Yes. Um, that's a, that's a good metaphor to phrase that in. Um, so like, are, are we like only using limited chakras right now? Since like, we have not tried to like, expand on the other ones or like are we always like using them do like some 
like horoscope. You are they are always active, but they are just not in balance. Okay. So it's a matter it's a matter of balancing them and um and like a, a lot of research I can if you, the worms are listening um Foster eBay is a good channel to um watch along the seven chakras actualized.org for example um uh Enoch Von Tucut Von Tucut V O N T O O C-U-T will make you seem like a little bitch for not doing, for not doing what you need to do to grow yourself. So he's a good motivator in we, the sense, like he's very blunt. We talked so, like a, for a second off when we were recording and I went over like to your notebooks and I asked you, since I'm a, like a Libra, like what can you tell me about like my, oh yeah, my and, horoscope? And, and okay. do me and you, I want to hear you. And you, okay, okay. you told me like yeah. I was humanitarian. So like since i'm a libra would i be more in tune with like my heart chakra like is is that how it works or like oh good question man um so we all these these seven chakras also are in alignment with the seven elements that are in our earth as well too uh rock water uh let me get this right rock fire, fire air, air. Um, <laughs> uh, sun, right? Yes. I don't know. Water, air, basic for air, light. Sun's an element right now. Be like fire? Light, thought, oh, and doing? um, I, I forget the last one is, but there's yeah, there's seven elements and like okay. seven chakras and um seven planets or is there eight? Is there eight seven? I don't know. Uh, I don't know if there's too much of a correlation with that, but um, okay, uh, it's very yeah synchronistic on that. Um, but with the other chakras, I wanted to get to the uh, fifth one is your or your fourth one is your or no your fifth is your throat chakra. Hmm. Um, so that allows you to be able to communicate effectively, and once you unlock that, you'll be able to get your point across effectively to other people by using your heart space or your intuition. Okay, have you unlocked that? Do you, like, um, do you have like a sensation when you unlock these chakras? You just That's a good question. Yeah. You're right. Um you feel more um in tune? Yeah, in tune. It's not like it's not like something that it's like a something drastic mm-hmm. or um like a crazy change by any means. It's very it's subtle. And but over time that subtlety grows until it becomes like literally your reality. Um so like the the fundamental like nature and essence of who we are like that awareness is also very subtle it's always there um and it's always there to connect with but since we since the majority of people are very overwhelmed and in touch with their identities and who they think they are it becomes overlooked it's it's like like you can use the example of like a fish in water the fish is so concerned about their ex everything going on around it but they are not aware that they are in water (laughs) you know like they just take it for granted so Um, like you now and who you were maybe like a year or two ago who you like thought you were and who you really were have the had have you like noticed the difference like were you like living like absolutely life like in what like what difference have you noticed and that'll that brings me back to um what we were talking about towards the beginning of like how exactly i experienced this shift um and what led me to uh, stumble into all of this um and b- 
before, man, in like as early as like four or five months ago, I was having arguments with myself in my like in my head on a mm-hmm. consistent basis. Okay, and I did not feel. Um, I felt like I was, I was missing something, and I just I felt like I was inadequate, and I was mm-hmm. like I wasn't who I was and like I I was like trying yeah. I was trying I, I I couldn't figure out why I was feeling so um, so like lost so beat up yeah, yeah lost and like and just like frustrated with myself mm-hmm. yeah. um and it got to a point where I was suffering so much I I sat down to pray and I didn't I wasn't having a connection to my who I was praying with and I realized that I was praying to an idea that I constructed in my head and that blew my mind. Hmm. That was a real eye opener to me that I didn't know who or what I was praying to and how exactly that, there was a correlation between that and me. Yeah. I always had this underlying question like, you know, who is God? Where does that stem from? Yeah. And how exactly that plays into uh, coordination in my own life. And at that time, I was having very vivid, lucid dreams too. So. I was able to manipulate and control certain aspects of my dreams, and I was so like I was it was blowing my mind at the time yeah. that I was sleeping more than I was like be like living or like yeah. quote unquote. But like you're still living in your dreams, obviously. Mm-hmm. It was uh, like I it got to a point where I was able to literally change my environments and like just mess around with everything around me and just like have conversations and ask people questions within my dreams. And it still is something that's very fascinating to me now. Do you think, I know I've heard about it before. It's like a theory that like your dreams are formed like because of DMT. Like that's Mm -hmm. what a dream is. It's like a DMT trip. Is it because of DMT or is it just the observable is it just the observable chemical that is a byproduct of that experience? See, that's the thing with how science tries to um, uh, justify or like uh, explain how these phenomena occur. They use definition. They use chemicals to say, oh, it's because of this chemical that you're experiencing what you're experiencing and that you are who you are, but that's mm-hmm. just, a, that's just describing your experience and the, in the external environments around it. That's not a, that being that chemical is not the reason or the result of that experience. You know, mm-hmm. it's like we got it backwards and that's how the whole materialistic paradigm evolves and circulates, which is why, uh, the, like going back to COVID, the germ theory, germ theory is so prevalent because people believe that there's a virus outside of them that is uh, like attacking them and causing illness. Um, okay. and that's, that's another subject that I want to touch up on, um, <laughs> later, but going into, uh, what I was talking about before, um, I had TikTok at the time and I was just watching stuff and like lucid dreaming. I was doing a bunch of research into that, into like astral projection. Mm -hmm. Um, Have you tried any of that? I have. I have had uh, out-of-body experiences before. and um, Really? Yeah. It's it's like, it's a fascinating thing and it's something that you, you remember more vividly. I remember like having a... One one memory that just popped into my mind was me 
having like a dark night of the soul episode in my dreams where I was like, I was having like if what felt like a full body, like it wasn't like an orgasm, but it was like, it was just like an experience that I can't, I know it was like terrifying, but like beautiful at the same time. Okay. <laughs> I can't like use words to describe okay. it, but it felt so real and it felt so like, it's like funny how you can experience dreams and you just like, it seems so like, you're, it's just like, it, it's like your waking state, you know, and you can't mm-hmm. like tell the difference and you don't realize that you're in a dream. But when you do realize that, that you're in a dream, everything becomes so much clearer and vivid. And that's yeah. what, that's what happens when you wake up to who you truly are. You see stuff for how it is hmm. instead of how you think it is. It's like waking up from a dream and waking it up inside of a dream is what I should yeah. say. Um, but yeah, uh, so I started watching Alan Alan Watts. Um, you could you should look into his seminars. He describes uh, uh, non duality very um, with with a sense of depth that will just get you to not think and to just like try to experience it for what it is. Um, it's it's like <laughs> um, the. The metaphors, it, it really, it gets to a point where you really like understand how reality is a metaphor and you start to experience synchronicities in your life. And, um, um, which like with, with that being said, like I started going, I started practicing meditation. I remember I had an out of body mm-hmm. experience where I, like I fell on the floor next to me and I thought for sure I had fell. And like, I was watching a YouTube video or like, what I thought to be was a YouTube video. I was like walking around my room thinking that I was really walking but then all of a sudden i returned back to my body where i was before oh, that's crazy and huh. um and you do have an astral bo- you do have an astral body your umbilical cord that attaches you to your mother's womb um when that's cut they say that's when you truly enter this this physical uh this matrix per se um and if you guys want me to describe how this is a matrix i will um i'm interested so like if but like with the if silver didn't cut yeah. the umbilical cord how would you you're saying like you'd perceive the world differently since you were attached to your mother yes so you still have that connection to the unmanifested to the um to the realm yes to the before um Hmm. to the essence um and then you go you forget when when that umbilical cord is cut that's when you forget who you who you who you are you forget wow. who you are and it's you go through a period of learning that's what this process is that's what we're in earth school right now we're learning yeah. who we truly are um okay yeah. <laughs> okay yeah i'm on board so your silver cord or your, your spiritual cord is what attaches your astral body to your physical body and your blood is so is so important and vital because it what it's it is what allows for your spirit to enter and experience this physical reality your heart is not a pump it Mm -hmm. there comes to a point where your heart stops and god enters your blood and there's um and that like the world will change when people realize that your heart isn't a pump basically um and like most people say oh well obviously your heart's a pump you know but um it is what allows for your body to be right because like if you didn't have blood then yeah okay it's like you wouldn't have a life source um so 
it w- with that being with that being said um you you would be unable to have a spiritual connection if your blood is um altered which is why we can dive into the topic of vaccines and how you're aren't you anti-vax now yes i would put it that way Mm -hmm. um i've done uh quite a bit of research when it comes to the long-term effects of vaccines and them being linked to like cases like autism Um, yeah i have family who uh they're like heart set on that vaccines uh cause autism they have a daughter who's like they swear that's what caused it stuff like that really yeah Yeah. Yeah, so it's um what what vaccines do is they there's there's so much along with the virus that is embedded into that vaccine in order to make you quote unquote immune um, to uh, future illnesses that you may be prone to. There's products like uh like dead. I I don't know if I you don't quote me on this, but uh, mm. like part of the aborted babies in those vaccines and like egg embryos and like just a bunch of weird shit that they okay. mix in with all of that to create the substance. So it's altering your blood when you're getting these vaccines? Yes. So then because you're, you're, you're altering blood, you're like perceiving the world differently? You're, mis- you're, yeah, you're, you're, you need the flesh to, um, you become dependent on your flesh instead of your spirit. Okay. Basically. Um, and that is going to become, I, I do believe that COVID is going, the vaccine for it is going to be mandated. Um, and which is not, it's, uh, it's, that's scary. Yeah. That's yeah. What you're saying. It's is true. It's not, I don't, don't be scared. It's a, it's a good thing. This plan, this corruption needs to surface in order for people to, Realize, realize what's happening. going on, into. But when did they realize it after the fact they've gotten this vaccine that's not good for them? Which is why, like, uh, I talked about the great divide that's going to take place, and like the number, like six six six, for example, the mark of the mm-hmm. beast. The mark of the beast is the mark of the flesh. It's you, uh, subsiding to the flesh rather than the spirit within you, and it goes back to the hundred and forty four thousand. Uh, angels and like revelation uh-huh. um, this, this stuff goes deep um, and that these people are going to know themselves and bring forth this optimist op this golden age yeah. of existence and this new age of innocence that we are going to experience so we're possibly be in our lifetime by people who are more in tune with their flesh and people who are more in tune with their spirit yes yes hmm when is this going to happen, you think? Like, in our lifetime? That's another good question. They say that no man will know the time, but many will know the season. Okay. So, um, as as you continue to grow and continue to come to know yourself spiritually, you will get insights and you will get guided towards the places that you need to be and where you need to go in order to spread the the good news which is what christ described as uh good and it's like it blows my mind how like in church the the preacher talking to us would be compared to that good news um because i always i never really never really made sense to me growing up how 
my teacher would describe and make connections between the God in the Old Testament and the God that Christ embodied in the New Testament. Um, the God that Christ embodied was that infinite love, that unconditional love. And that him dying on the cross, what that symbolized was his separation between spirit and God in the flesh that binds us to this matrix. This matrix is not, um, this matrix is Lucifer. Mm. Uh, you know what they talked about in Genesis, the fallen angel, the fallen angel yeah, Lucifer mm-hmm. uh, to rebel against God. Mm-hmm. This is like this reality that we're experiencing. The, uh, the, that stems from, which is why there's satanic rituals are able to take place in order to in, like impact our consciousness. Um, they're powerful and they're able to actually like change our, our collective reality because most people, the majority of people are connected to their ego or to their identity or to their mm-hmm. flesh. Yeah. Um, so like you can see now why the world is so divided and seems so crazy and uncertain. Um, so, yeah. So Zach, what are you going to do? Like after high school, like what? Are you, what is your plan yeah. mm-hmm. for the future? That's a, you definitely don't seem like someone who's gonna like go to college, get a nine to five job, you know. Yeah, you you're definitely gonna take a different path than the typical person. I feel like um, I don't feel like you're destined for like working nor, nine to norm, five. Normalcy, right? Yeah. Um. So, like, what's your goal? So, um. I've been doing a lot of thinking over this over these past four months, and um, as of now, I'm, I'm inclined to like just after high school to to travel, to experience mm-hmm. okay. new cultures, and to understand more of myself. To take the process of enlightenment extremely seriously, because I understand that um, I. Like, I don't really give a shit about anything material, like having a nice car or like, right. like, mm-hmm. like the normal, you know, status quo stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to allow like my, my dream, which is, uh, bringing light into the world, uh, shifting, allowing people to come to know themselves, to raise yeah. their awareness and to experience bliss through means of creating music, creating content, um, putting out like positive putting out value world. that to an extent of which money isn't something that I'm going to have to worry about um and like I I'm a very min- minimalistic person so I don't need a lot of stuff to keep myself afloat mm-hmm. um I'm planning on I want to work at like national parks or awesome. or yeah. travel uh, around the country or around the yeah. world perhaps in the near future and to uh um live off of helping others um like just mm-hmm. like volunteer programs or um uh, you can get paid to help in developing countries too and your housing gets paid for and like that's something i'm interested in and then i can focus on uh like music um like cool. photography uh film philosophy um stuff along yeah. those lines man so i like how when you say like you want to create like music and film so like as you're doing these things and traveling and like helping people and like bringing enlightenment to others are you like planning on just like documenting like the experience that you're like you're having and like 
Like, what kind of music are you talking mm. about? Good question. Um, so, I am planning on documenting um, uh, a majority of my experiences. Mm-hmm. And as of now, it's just a matter of me leaping into that uh, that state of me just like... Which I have. I have been recording stuff on a consistent basis. Like, uh, like I have a GoPro at home that I'll use to just shoot videos. Get used to being in front of a camera, yeah, talking okay. um, to yeah. myself, talking to other people. Um, just not giving a shit about uh, how other people perceive me to be, but to mm-hmm. be myself so that I I am able to surround myself with like-minded people. Yeah. And um, when you embrace who you truly are and you know yourself, the right people will come into your life and you... And God, God will guide you to where you need to be in order to... Um, uh, fulfill your purpose and i do believe that we all came here to um fulfill a purpose uh, but we do have free will on whether or not we want to fulfill that or not and everybody has the ability to find that purpose mm-hmm. um, but that comes from a place of internal um discovery within oneself no one no one is ever going to tell you what your purpose is or how to get there it you can get guide you can receive guidance um, but it's going to stem from, um, it's like a journey you have to take on your own. Kind it's of. a hero's journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. It's the best way I could put it. Um, uh, so what was your second question? I know you asked about, uh, content. I asked you like, uh, like what kind of music? Oh, what kind of music? Okay. Yes. To make? Um, so like I've been, be like I've been writing, lyrics? yes, I've been writing more poetry and, uh, lyric based stuff re- recently, just like writing whatever comes to mind. Um, and I've noticed that like, like I'll just sing around like my family and like, I'm, I've always been very musical by nature ever since I was a little mm-hmm. kid. Yeah. I've always loved to just seeing, I remember being obsessed with Justin Bieber growing up. Like okay. I just, I like, like, uh, like baby, baby, baby. Yeah. Oh, okay. like, yeah. like, like that song was like <laughs> okay. my go-to all time yeah. like, favorite. And uh, I used to be bopping out to that when I was like five or six. And, uh, I was always very like, um, like I like being in front of people and just like performing and stuff like um yeah which is like entertainment has always been something that i've been drawn towards yeah and same over here. i want to like eventually like public like speak publicly in front of people and mm-hmm. to like mm-hmm. just um bring bring forth inspiration yeah, that'd man. be great so like you're definitely um you've definitely changed i i would say for the better i feel like uh not that you were like bad before or anything but you're definitely just like more in tuned with like who you are and and like where you want to go do you think when we return to school are you doing online school or are you going back okay so i originally submitted my um uh what's the what's the term registration for okay. for uh for online okay. but then i talked to i talked to carson mccauley um about the details behind online schooling and it's ran by the state so that's made me kind of just like, like I want to look into what that actually entails, like whether or not like I'm going to be able to, like have like have an internship, um, to finish the classes I need to finish in order to graduate, and uh, like uh, right now I'm leaning towards changing 
from you know online to going back to school just mm-hmm. for the uh the convenience of it and to yeah. uh you know I, I, being around um everybody for the for the last year um i want to i want to run for class president too and uh i i see a lot of issues with the education system and like you you brought up a good point of how we're taught to think logistically with things instead of we focus on the differences between things instead of trying to seek those deep similarities and using our creativity and our intuition and our imagination our imagination is the most powerful thing within us because we are able to be in control of our own reality that way through bridging a connection between our consciousness our conscious state and our subconscious state and uh that's where our creativity stems from so um I want to I want to bring that up to the table and talking that, talking about that mm-hmm. with teachers and how we can progress forward in the um, within our community and um, and kind of embracing change because we're living in an ever changing society. Yeah. I mean, the the society that we're experiencing right now. Do you really think it can correlate to the kind of classes we take in high school? Yeah, I mean, think about what what exactly have we really learned or picked I mean, you up? You do on? learn like problem solving, fundamental thinking skills, things along those like those lines. Discipline. A lot of but that, not, like quadratic yes, formula, stuff like that. A lot of that depends on the the, the interest of which one can can spark within themselves, though. And the mm-hmm. way it's structured, it's like it's like you know you get graded and on stuff and like that for me it was very demotivating i struggled uh to um get assignments done because i i was looking at it i was like how exactly is this valuing me Mm -hmm. it's like i'm regurgitating a bunch of information and i'm just putting it back on a piece of paper yeah and i just didn't feel and like clark's class like english was an exception you know because it sparked some creativity Mm -hmm. but yeah um at the time like i just felt schooled out the first like first few months back it's just like Mm -hmm. it and but it is what you make it still exactly yeah Um, well like but the way it's structured if you go by the way it's structured then it's very dull and a lot of kids are very used to that system and mm -hmm. um it 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 doesn't allow for you to be to think for yourself it doesn't teach you how to think. Yeah, it doesn't teach you how to think for yourself. Bottom line, it teaches you how to compare yourself and to think uh, accordingly to how you are, quote unquote, supposed to think. Why do you think there's not a lot of like innovative thinkers in today's, and like our youth and our younger generations? Yeah, right. Why isn't there more people thinking like ph- philosophically about stuff? I mean, why isn't there people questioning reality and yeah. like? trying to think outside of the box with things it's because we are raised to think within the box mm. within a certain paradigm and uh that that needs to end and it will end in in uh, in our lifetime i'm i'm confident in that do you I, think I, do, I am when you, if you do return to school and not do online so like you're definitely like on the journey of like trying trying to like balance your chakras in that sort <laughs> if you haven't already yeah you know so when you return to school... Semen retention, I'm telling you, Worms. Um, your kundalini energy is, is very powerful, and that will be a catalyst. And not just semen. If, if you're a lady worm watching this, your sexual energy is also very powerful, too. It's the, same, it's the same essence. It's what allows for life to manifest. And Isaac is cracking up right now. I'm telling you guys. Well, I'm just saying, but, so when you're, when you're going to be surrounded by people who 
like don't have balance chakras do you think like that could potentially like wear off on you where like you start like almost like succumbing to like this like mm. the ego again yes because like you're just gonna be constantly surrounded by these people who aren't trying to like achieve what you're trying to do so like you've had this time you've had like the f- past like four or five months to like work on yourself but the moment like you step back into the school into school you're going to be surrounded by all these people who that's a good point are going yeah, to a good point like try yeah. to like for i used to go to this um christian summer camp when i was little and as soon as you would get back home you like you you're on this camp high like you you felt super religious you felt like very like like, like you were in tune with god i guess and then mm-hmm. you, yeah mm-hmm. But then you come home and like that always comes crashing down because like you're back in that environment. homeostasis. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I experienced this homeostasis with my family going on vacation when we got in the car. I'm talking like the first 20 minutes in the car. My family was back to like yelling and like, you know, okay. like just arguing with one another like mm-hmm. my family typically typically does. And I was sitting there just like trying to meditate and fall asleep the whole way there because I just didn't want to <laughs> – I didn't want to deal with uh, like the drama and that. But you become you – be, it gets to a certain point where like when you become so aware of your thoughts and how like your your environment is influencing them, you then have control over that to a, to a certain extent. Okay. Um, and I, shouldn't, I shouldn't even say to a certain extent because you are that control – um, and, uh, you, you begin to shine when you fully become yourself, you begin to radiate that among other people and like yeah. that love, because it really is love. You're able to, uh, send that love towards other people, regardless of their opinions T- to some people, it could, uh, radiate that love within them, but to other people, it could seriously repel them and make them like, you know, get triggered for example yeah. um which uh, you know Get i could more in tune with the flesh <laughs> that's that's one way to put it um <laughs> <laughs> which your flesh is still a result of the spirit it's not necessarily a bad thing by any means it's like trying to find the perfect balance yes it's it's balance that's the name of the game the name of the game of it's like the force yeah it's balance. everything in this reality is seeking balance yin and the yang you know yeah. the two becoming one because they are equal um maybe not equal so do you think you're going to be able to maintain this i do i do that's good that's really good is there anything else you would like to talk about is there anything that you feel like you haven't touched on enough because i feel like this podcast is just like a perfect way for you to like spread this yeah this like mm-hmm. goal of like reaching enlightenment i mean we do like obviously like we've been going for like two hours now right Almost two hours. Wow, we're at an hour and forty-three minutes. Um, and you brought up the term "reaching enlightenment." Mm-hmm. You're already enlightened. Hmm. It's always there. It's it's. So what do you like? Because there's definitely the difference of like where I am right now. Yes. With my seven chakras and where you are, because you've been like practicing like balance and all yes. this. So like, what is like the end goal that you're trying to reach? What would you call it? Nirvana, <laughs> reaching Nirvana, <laughs> being Nirvana, um, being peace, being one that one love that radi- radiating that infinite love that is yeah. this universe, and you can be that. But in in order to be that, you must shed, you must deny thyself, thy ego, your identity. And that is, you might think it's so, it might be a simple thing, but 
it's a never-ending process that mm-hmm. you're like an onion. You, In order to get to the core of who you truly are, it requires a process of self-reflection and contemplation to unravel that and to find your core self and your, yeah. your beingness, which is uh, awareness. And when you act out of a state of awareness and you function along the lines of love, what is right and what is wrong appears as like f- just fundamental and you sh- you start to focus on optimistic thoughts rather than negative and you you see your thoughts not as you but as like as uh figments okay. and as clouds um as wisping away and like you aren't you are not the thinker you are the beingness that allows thoughts to be mm. um and it's like it's not it seems so simple and so like elegantly put but like it it requires curiosity it requires a an internal like subtle awakening to want to uh question this further and i'm telling you this man when you go down if you do decide to go down this process and like it's not something that like i i'm like i want to force on anybody because it's like yeah it's something that you have to and everybody's on their own path I believe that firmly. Everybody is on their own uh, process and understanding who they are mm-hmm. truly. Um, you will start to get, you will start to feel uneasy and you will start to second guess yourself. You start to question yeah. things. You will become, like for me personally, when I started really meditating consistently, mm-hmm. I uh, I had to stop for a few days because I was, I was scared mm-hmm. um, until I realized that fear is imaginary. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I really had that awakening that whoa, like if what is there to really fear besides fear itself? And then mm-hmm. you don't even need to fear fear because fear can't real. take place when you are love and you understand love. And uh you you just like the best way I can explain it, man, is you start to see the world through the eyes of a child. You start to see the world out of the 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 lens of curiosity. You saw the world when you were like three or four. Okay, yeah. Um, and it's a beautiful thing. And I, it's like we're entering an age of innocence, and it's either mm-hmm. really like I was describing that shift earlier. You you embrace that innocence, or you resist it. And if you resist that innocence, it's going to lead to uh, destruction within yourself. Um, which is which is hell. That's what the end of the world is. Hmm. Twenty twelve. And uh, I did want to touch up more on um, COVID. Okay. And the vaccines so like, relating to it. Why? Um, I, I'm more curious on like. So you said it. It wasn't like real. What do you mean by that? Because you were talking like the germ. Germ theory. theory? Yes. And so yeah, can you like touch up more? Uh, yeah, I'll do my best to elaborate uh, to the best I can. So let's let's talk about along the lines of viruses here, because okay. this is the premise. We look at COVID as being a virus um, that is prone. If if we come in contact with it, then we will di- manifest an illness. Hmm. But viruses are innate within us actually if we took all the viruses out of our body we would instantly die um so with viruses are our friends because they are able to viruses their purpose is to balance out any um external um 
variables or disruptions to then allow us to balance out that within ourselves. Our bodies are miracles within itself. They do not require anything external in order to heal itself. Um, so with with that being said, the, the virus um, uh, as COVID... And but I'm not arguing that people aren't getting sick. Okay. There there is an issue with that, and I think it comes down to um, one one. I wrote this down in my notes before I came here because I wanted to. <laughs> yeah, I get it on the computer, man. No, I have this written down outside of the internet. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is my own little personal uh, um, like nope online like digital notebook. Okay. So, so let's 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 bring this all the way back to where exactly the pandemic, I say pandemic, originated from. Pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, because oh. it was like planned. So, yeah. all right, Wuhan was the starting point for okay. that, right? And Wuhan is also extremely technologically advanced. Okay. They started implementing five G technology years ago. So those people are starting to see the effects of that technology taking place and uh hmm. um so they don't you, you don't believe that 5g is causing this virus do you or is that what you're I, I think it's a it's a big factor in illnesses that we're seeing right now um and the city doesn't regulate the uh the increasing productivity um in relation to overall health within the their communities so they they were they were the first city to roll out 5G testing and and what that does is 5 5G increases like like I said earlier the electromagnetic magnetivity of the earth and since we are electromagnetic beings and our aura operates on that spectrum although it is not visible to us um this has a direct impact on how our state of being operates um as of the end of July actually People in Wuhan were collapsing in the streets just randomly. Like people have just been collapsing. Mm. Um, uh, people are becoming weaker and more prone to psychological damage and change when these factors are combined with unconscious activities. Now, what do I mean with unconscious? Like m- majority of people are stuck with instantly gratifying themselves through um, mm-hmm. like TikTok and uh, so you have know, you, like, social cut media out apps all like this that. Entertainment in your life, like do not not watch like. Netflix anymore? I don't. Movies? No. At all? No. So what's going to happen when you want to make film? It'll be unique. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So like... like, Not like film necessarily. Not like uh, movies, but like... So you don't... You don't like absorb any... I... I consume content because of entertainment yes yeah, like just like, like for knowledge yes okay yes. that makes sense um and it's become my own form of entertainment i can find myself yeah. procrastinating on stuff that i need to do by watching ironically watching stuff about productivity <laughs> so it's it's <laughs> like it, yeah it's it's still a battle like i'm struggling with believe me mm-hmm. um, right. uh but the the whole premise around um covid's legitimacy um, revolves around the symptoms that are in effect in how we experience the illness, right? The 
the virus was never actually, from the get-go, was never actually broken down to anything specific. And the testings, I, I think it's an S, STQR test. Um, okay. I could be wrong on that, but um, there is a there's a video that I came across earlier today explaining how those tests are not they're not being implemented to test for a virus. They're implemented to test for antibodies or um, the immunity within us to combat external variables. So mm. they're made for false positives. So if people goes in and they go in and they get tested and they, oh, it's your, you're testing positive. It, it, what it means is that their immune system is, um, not their immune system, but they have viruses within them and material and their they have genetic material within them that are able to combat external disturbances okay um so they kind of like flip the tables on what those tests meant and they just they never if you look at the news they never told you the specifics behind the tests what exactly that entails there isn't ever any specific information on the news or any media that we consume consume that is mm-hmm. broadcasted from uh uh from the public the news like fox news cnn w msnbc um uh, abc there's like six major news networks and three of them are owned by disney fucking disney <laughs> <laughs> okay disney, disney literally is known for entertainment the news is just another form of entertainment fox news is owned by disney abc is known owned by disney and msnbc is i'm fairly sure they're owned by disney i could be wrong but they are all owned and stemmed by the that. same elite group of people and they are made they and subject to program us into thinking a certain way so that we cannot critically think so is disney ran by like the elites the people at the top yeah hmm. yeah the, you, if you guys want to know some more information about the people at the top, man, it could start quick. It does. I already brought up how like they're pedophiles and Satan worshippers, but yeah, it's uh, Illuminati type stuff. And the funny thing is, man, I was looking into this Illuminati stuff all the way back in the sixth grade. Yeah, yeah that's when it was like a meme. That's when like yeah, and I really I knew Have I, you seen I knew the it was thing a thing about Joe Biden being thought it was cloned because of his ear. The pictures mm. people think. You know, I want to pull up because if it'll let me, if it'll let me go online. Pictures. You you brought up cloning. <laughs> you brought up cloning. Okay, do fine. you think people are being cloned? I do. I so do. Long. That is. So, like, I saw a thing about Joe Biden. It's like his ear. You, his earlobe was detached, but now it's connected. I need the <laughs> internet. Yeah. Oh man, I gotta look this up because this article, it's intolightnews.com, talks about uh, cloning and how Bill Clinton was actually cloned um, way back in the 90s. And um, Why though? How? Good question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there's, if okay, another sort, like I, I think I brought up Gaia earlier in the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, watch. For all the worms out there, watch Cosmic Disclosure. It talks about the inside information that the government um, is is orchestrating in relation to uh, aliens, reverse alien technology, um, oh. and and cloning. Like like, there's certain technologies, according to insiders, that um, they're able to take DNA strands of th- certain things and literally craft 
an identical version of that previous individual based on mm-hmm. their DNA. I know they you can get your dog cloned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's no joke, man. Like, um, and also, I gotta I gotta talk about Project Bluebeam because it is it has to do with five G and it has to do with a lot of stuff rolling out right now. Um, so. What what this five G stuff is going to do, and these and, and why f- frequencies and broadbands are so um, uh, they, they're so like they're able to be abused so heavily is because they can literally frequencies can be manipulated and used in order to transport thoughts in certain people. And like I said, if people aren't aware of who they are before their thoughts, then they are going to think their those their thoughts are them. So yeah. they are going to think along the lines of those thoughts. Mm-hmm. So um what this technology is going to do is um is like there's already hey there's already like hundreds of 5G satellites circling around our atmosphere right now like you can look up in the sky and see 5G satellites circling around the globe we just saw a satellite the other night yeah we did we were on a walk we saw a satellite and then we saw a shooting star we did that was really cool maybe there's a connection you can go on fcc.gov because fcc is the company that allowed for elon musk to put those satellites up is he like an elite yes so he's like the bad he's, guy. yeah he's like a psychopath elon musk yes why him okay so good point or good question he's like a great guy <laughs> um he does uh on the surface um but the these technologies that he's that that they're inputting um or implementing they are going to have a, like I talked about before, an extreme impact on unconscious people uh, not being able to connect with their spirit. Okay. Um, so, and along with Neuralink, which is going to be like what a thing here soon. Like I think he said, it's Neur- like his company. It's like his. Uh, is it, his like it's like a device that people can put in oh, their skull. Oh, that thing. Yeah. That's yeah. That's going to be rolling out in like a few years. Um, what do you think that is going to run on? Like the software, um, it's going to run on five G. It's going to run on the same stuff that they're putting so out in our atmosphere what's right going now. going to happen? Um, We're just not going to be in tune with our spiritual selves. Is that like with the plan? Uh, at at the simplest of senses, yes. According to a document I came across, um, um, I want to be specific as specific as I can here. So that, um, like, I don't come across as like saying information that is true is is false. Yes, I mean, like, yeah. I want to okay. I want to make sure that everything I say is liable to like fact checking. Yeah, okay. By other people if they're intrigued and in diving into this stuff further. Mm-hmm. But basically, there's a new world order that is being orchestrated and wanting to usher in that is going to be revolved around the premise of a one world religion, a one world way of thinking that is going to res- that is going to um, how could you ever get like the entirety of the human race on board with a one? You have to contr- be able to control how they think. There's a psychological war going on right now, and um, why do you think school systems are the are the way they are? And like, why do you think like like mm-hmm. we we just we're pushed along this path ever since a young age, just. And, and like we feel like we we don't have any real control over it. I wasn't the only person that felt that way for 
five to six months ago, I was so uncertain within myself. And I thought like, I was just like, just a leaf blowing in the wind. Like, yeah, I thought I was like, Oh, um, I got to do whatever I got to pick what somebody else is doing and just like follow what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Cause I wasn't connected with my intuition. I had no idea what that even was. I thought it was some airy fairy bullshit, you know? Okay. <laughs> but anyway, um, so <laughs> with that 5g, um, uh, technology and the, the stuff rolling out is going to entail is basically a, um, it's, it's going to, literally impact how people see the world too not just their thoughts but it's going to um and i think it'll go even deeper than 5g um over time um this can if if that doesn't work and like covid's just the first step all these regulations being implemented like Mm -hmm. people getting used to like not having personal freedoms like now like you you can't go anywhere without wearing a mask covering up your face Mm-hmm. Like that's just if people start succumbing to that and just accepting that for how it is, then that subconsciously gives those people the right to yeah put more agendas more in the power. place. Exactly, which so is why I, like, I've never gone into a public place wearing a mask like ever, and I don't, and like I won't wear one in school year. Um, you have to. Um, <laughs> I mean, like. Yeah, like they're like sure, like you're saying they're doing this just to get more control over this, but that is like the rules, and you're gonna have to wear a mask. Like you know? I'll I'll wear one. I'll just wear this a bandana over my face or something like that. I'll just like I don't know, I'll wing it. So just like this so podcast, you think, right? Like you call it like a pandemic. So like they're just using yeah. COVID as like a scare tactic to Fear. subconsciously yes. make it so they have more power over us. Yes, it impacts hmm. our collective consciousness. Um, so how do we defeat the, these elites? What you go within. Mm. You you go. You in change yourself the... first of all. You change yourself, and then you project that change into the world. Um, and that's exactly what society society is a distraction. It makes you look everywhere else besides within yourself. I mean, like if I hadn't had this time to like just be alone and like just be stuck with myself Mm -hmm. I uh I don't even I can't even really like imagine like the kind of person I was like four or five months ago like I can kind of remember like how I was thinking but it's like um you change the most I'd say within like a three to four month period and then stuff starts like you it becomes like a new normal for you and then like you gradually increase over time. Yeah. Uh, so, like the, but the go go on the way the world is going to be. Like whatever comes next depends on how we the people react within this great awakening. If we go in, like to ourselves, or if yeah, we if you resist, we, it's a matter of raising one's own vibration. The vibration. And that's being, what you want to do. You want to like spread this. Like yes. you want. To help people like get on the track of like yeah, whenever sure. they're ready, they can become in tuned with their own self. It's like, like your future is going to be enlightening people, but to your thoughts setting them on the path. Yes, because exactly. you can never do it until you're ready. Exactly. Um, it's a matter of planting that seed, right. you know. And uh, that's yeah, crazy. You can only you can only see that of what you are, um, and you have to become who you are in order to like radiate yeah. what you are. Um, 
So everything within this matrix and why there's so much corruption in the world is because it it's backwards, which is why counterintuitively, if you 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 think that okay, like if I want to change my reality, then I gotta work on stuff external outside of me in order to like build mm-hmm. up progress. But like, like no, like you you have to like do a double take and like turn around and face yourself. Okay. Yeah. And um, and when it's it's almost like if you feel like you're moving in a direction that you 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 don't you like you don't feel inclined with purpose or you're not you're not sure you're you're operating out of a state out of uncertainty and fear um then you're more than likely operating out of a a lower vibration Mm -hmm. um and like it's not a bad thing it's like it's no there's no real good or bad it's 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 like it's like like think of it as term in the term of like um a light like a light bulb okay um that that light can either go up in 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 brightness or go down but even when it's dark it's there's still a matter the light is still always there yeah so um it's a matter of just raising that light within yourself and we are light beings we are humans it, like it doesn't take it takes like a mystical one mystical experience to figure out that you are light like it's okay you're a very it's they make we make it seem like everything is so complex and so like um um like hard to understand but yeah it's like you can't understand that sim the simplicity behind everything if you um if you see your yourself as separate from everything else separation is um is what causes division you know, it's what causes separation is, is an illusion. Um, just as though you'd see your dream as being yourself and everything in your dream being you, mm-hmm. it's the same way in, in this reality um, and this waking state. Um, so um, uh, what was the, what was your first, did I answer your first, uh, your last I question? I don't know. That was like an hour ago. I <laughs> yeah. We wrap it up soon. I don't know, Jack. Are you? Uh, There's no. Yeah, you probably have so much more to talk about. Don't you? you could, we could probably be here for another I three do. hours. Talking um, about all sorts of stuff. Should we have a part two? I think a part part two might be necessary. You can always come back. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. But um, um, one thing before you leave, I want to know about my zodiac sign. All right. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm a Taurus. So. Taurus. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You're very stable. You're, okay. You like you like material earth based things. Okay. Um planes. Taurus, let me see here. You are grounded, you have a stable mindset, and you see a big picture and you're you're tended to see a big picture perspective on things. Okay. Um so that's a very broad um yeah. category. But like I but said, But there's like still things in that like that I don't think I could relate to. Like, do you think that relates to me? Yeah, like with like stability, like you definitely are more of a stable person than I am. Like you're very well, like self-disciplined with like your education. You're very like focused on like your goals. Definitely a big picture kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah, Mm -hmm. like I, I can, I guess I can see that. 
Well, that's funny because I'm actually in Aries. So, really? Yep. Are you actually Frank? Yep. Were you really? I'm actually in Aries. <laughs> okay. Well, you would be a cardinal of fire. You're very uh, leader-like and physical. Um. So let me see here. Um, you have a strong ability to practice assertiveness, uh, willpower, and your your centralized around your solar plexus. Like this is still um, a broad right. thing, but if you really want to dive deep into your astrology, mm-hmm. check out your natal chart. Do research on that. Okay. I, I've started. I started personally, putting notes together think, on that, but personally, I think zodiac signs. I think I, don't, I think those are. What's the logic behind those? Exactly, because I think the way you're raised and the environment you're growing up in is is that's how that's a, that, that defines the person you are. I don't think the way the stars, stars. in the sky can affect the type of person you're going to grow up to be. And I'm not. I'm just sharing my own opinion. Not what's okay. like yeah, yeah, so what is, whatsoever. What is with zodiacs like the way the stars are aligned when you're born? Because it's like I know what. What an Aries would be like ten years ago is not like like the time frame shifted because of the way like the Earth rotates and spins. Like the stars have like I forget how, how I don't know how to describe it, but the stars aren't the same way they would have been ten years ago. So that's why zodiac signs can't be like they they are. I don't know if they're actually legitimately accurate, mm-hmm. only because like you have to abide by the zodiac calendar in order to get an actual legitimate picture on who you like where you're at um and the intricate details behind that like i'm no expert (laughs) to this by any means but like if you're curious about it then like i can definitely send you guys resources on on going into that further and uh, at least getting like some sort of clarity and and like because um believe me i thought that was like you know, airy fairy, airy fairy bullshit too. Uh, right, before yeah. I even I looked into all that, mm-hmm. but um, you you start to see like how um, and like the ancients used these uh, these methods too. That's how like um, the zodiac calendar came to be. I'm not exactly sure if it was like the Mayans or the Egyptians, but those people knew so much about um, like this reality and intuitively yeah. um I mean, <laughs> do you think they'll pick up on the yeah just like... <laughs> okay also for the record i think i think covid is real and i think we should for sure be wearing masks i'm, really? I'm spitting out my opinion okay yeah and also i think i think vaccines are legit i think there's no way vaccines can cause autism I'm not. I'm not trying to argue or debate. No, with you. yeah. I'm just staying my my. Yeah. Trying to not hurt my public image, here. Okay, I think that's a good spot to end for a future part two, so yeah. that we can then like start to dive into the, like I want to get let's get together like the details behind that to mm-hmm. like have a construct like a um a constructive argument with yeah. um, evidence with yeah. points. Like, like you've you've told me your like your argument, but like. Like the details. Yes, well, exactly. It's like, like it's, it's not like uh, anything Zach says. Like where you, of course, like are going to one hundred percent agree with this. Exactly. Agree with yeah. this is just like. It's, I think it's super interesting to hear. It's to hear, you know, someone's, uh, you know, like what they're going through, their how they're like perceiving life, basically, and yeah, I, just I keeping think, an open mind. I think and, you know exactly what you're talking about. I think it's like super interesting, like like what you're believing in right now, like what you're going through. I think it's awesome, but like. 
I don't know if I could, I could do that. You know, I don't know if mm-hmm. I'm going to, like, I don't know if I can believe what you're saying or not. Hmm. Um, and I'll tell you what I'm experiencing isn't from a place of belief. It's not a place of like building beliefs up. It's a matter of shedding my beliefs. Okay. Which is like the difference between like sticking to like a, um, like a paradigm of like how I view things. It's like, I'm, uh, and like, I, I don't want to say this from like a, cause I know it's like hard to like wrap your head around. Exactly. I under, I completely understand that mm-hmm. if, if like, if somebody was explaining, trying to explain what I'm explaining to like myself three months ago, right. like I would, I would be extremely critical analyzing everything they were saying and like trying I'm, I'm keeping, to wrap I'm my head around. I'm keeping an open mind right now. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah. trying to put myself I'm in I'm just saying shoes. like what I would have done. Yeah, 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 like yeah. I, I would have yeah. been like, like what, like I've been a Lutheran my whole life. Like, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like I know what's right, you know? Um, but like, I think that's great. That's like, that's extremely powerful to keep an open mind when you come across any scenario. Like I said before, life. it's making me feel stupid right now. Cause like, I don't, I don't think the way you think whatsoever. Like, I think with, like, what I see, what I feel, the facts, statistics, and it's just making me, like, feel stupid in a way. Dude, I, that's profound that you're willing to be honest about that. Like, I wouldn't be fucking honest about that. Okay. It, like, no, maybe, like, now I would be, but... Third F-bomb. This is an R-rated podcast. Hey, the yeah. universe does work in terms of three six and nine right i want to dive into the details <laughs> <laughs> it's all full circle behind the uh because like i have a chart at home or i have notes uh elsewhere i don't, I don't know if i could pull them up right now about the why how exactly tesla came up with that and mm-hmm. why he stood by that um those patterns because i i want i do want to talk about my before this pod this podcast comes to a close my experiences with numerology and symbologies along with my the past life experience i had and connecting the dots with who i believe to be was yeah the, definitely quick quickly yeah share, very man. quickly okay this is what we'll end on yeah. all right don't go like too quickly but, yeah, but like, you know yeah yeah no i'll keep it like uh yeah, like two brief. hours and 15 minutes right dude now. i doesn't time doesn't has not it. been like yeah i know this is exactly yeah. what we experienced our first time going on this podcast Really? It was, it was, it was just, like, oh my god, it already, all just happened so fast. We're already 50 minutes in. Yeah, <laughs> that's just how it goes. Um, okay, so... Wait, so you've had, like, uh, what's it called? Past life regression? Look up the video, past life regression, Brian West. Brian I've, I've seen this on TikTok, actually. Mm. I saw it because I think, you know, because of, like, the algorithm, it feeds you what you want to see. So yep. I, uh, like, I follow some people who kind of have, like, the same um values that you do right now and like the same views and mm-hmm. it showed me someone talking about watching that video and uh, trying to uh like relive your past life but basically you've had an experience where you've seen i i had visuals of my um and i i texted this to lucas Moloma, um and i'll just text you my experience um or i'll just uh, tell my experience yeah just tell us your experience okay so, this is what I gathered from that video um, that I what, what that I video? listened to. Is it like just a guy talking? Is it yeah, like a yeah. Ba- basically, it's like a meditation where um, uh, Brian Weiss, or is it Weiss or Wes? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, W-E-I-S-S. Anyway, he guides you through a 
uh, yes, a meditation that um, allows you to go very deep within your subconscious. Okay. And like, since I've been meditating and using doing like mindfulness practices for the past a few months, or like I think three, three or four months now, mm-hmm. um, it's pushing forward. Uh, anyway, um, it's it's a, it's been allowing me to get downloads from source from spirit. And like I, I, like I see videos when I go into, I see visions when I see go into deep states of meditation now. Okay. And I experience very blissful states. Like, well, what like was this past life? What were these visions? Okay. Did you write them down? Is that what I did? From? All right. Okay. So yeah, let's hear these. When I, so when I looked down at my feet with my mind's eye, I saw a pair of sandals, and I was wearing. It's like you were looking with your third eye. Is that what you're saying? Or. Yeah, I was in that deep state of meditation, and I okay. was having visuals. Um, these weren't like, like I wasn't. Sp- there i wasn't like in that experience but i was having like like experience like visuals like you would experience a past memory okay 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 yep and these memories like i know i've never had a memory like this before um it was like you're remembering something you didn't even know yes okay yes yes and uh so i looked down at my feet and like i saw a pair of sandals and i was wearing a white dress i saw the area around me and i was facing a sea um and like behind me i remember turning behind me and i saw a a uh, a Middle Eastern type setting, like building. Okay. The buildings were made out of clay, yeah, and the exactly. people around me were wearing white, like huh. similar to the outfit that yeah, I was so wearing. Are you a woman? Um, in this past life, since no, I, I was. I based on the research that I've done, I was. Uh, I'll, I'll leave the ending cliffhanger on who exactly I believe I I was previously before like, I. Do you think I you reincarnated? Know? Oh, like is it like a historical person? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> And like this is my intuition guiding me to even yeah okay experience this, and I'll tell you like how I even get got like I didn't know who this person was four days ago. I didn't know. That's pretty crazy. And I connected the dots with um, just these like visions. Yes. Okay. So um, is that all you saw? Or is that uh, no, there's more to it. Um, when I was guided to um, an important t- I, like so the visual guided me to an important time. In okay. my lifetime, so mm-hmm. like an important memory, and I saw myself amongst a crowd of people, and above me was three crosses, with one in the center holding what I perceived to be Christ incarnated. I remember being close to him, and there was, um, and there was a time where I was surrounded by people bowing down to me or something else around me. I just remember seeing people just bowing down in a form of worship, mm. um, uh, and. I saw my death and the visualization that came to the surface was someone who appeared to be a guard decapitating me. Um, and I remember my, um, my like spirit leaving my body and seeing that from a third person perspective. Um, I believe that in a lifetime before this, I may have been Bartholomew or Christ's 12th disciple. Um, I'll, and basically, like two days ago, I approached these two girls while I was in the Carolinas, and this will tie back together why I I came to this conclusion. Okay. Um, or like, just like intuit intuitively based. Like, I can never prove this. It's just like yeah. something that like you feel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I approached these two girls, and I took I took pictures of them, and I just like randomly said, "Hey, do you guys need some pictures?" Just like I just saw them on the on the dock, and they, um. They, they were like, sure. Like, so, um, I took their pictures and I, I got their Snapchat and 
her username was LNB222. And I had been seeing triple numbers to like 222 that whole week on a pretty repetitive basis. Okay. And her last name was Bartholomew. Oh, okay. Um, and this is significant to the video. Like the video I used, it was posted on July 22nd, 2020. It also has 12K likes. Bartholomew was the 12th disciple of Christ. So it just and, kept reappearing in these numbers. Yes, and, and synchronicity with my experiences too. And and like the video ended in 22, and like I've been seeing stuff come around full circle. And what blew my mind is when I looked up how Bartholomew died, um, he was executed in Al- Albanopis in our. Armenia, and according to popular Hagrioth, I'm reading this off of Google, <laughs> the Hagriocrafi, or I don't even know, the apostle was flayed alive and beheaded. That's the exact same That's thing as your vision. Wow. So. If that is all true, that that is spectacular. Yeah. It was definitely. Wow. It was, uh, it was profound, man. Yeah. And like, I'm still like trying to. Wrap your head around Download that. all that, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, Zach, well, it definitely was an honor having you on this podcast. Yeah, it was, that was great. great. It was a great time being here. Time just, like, wasn't even a factor during this podcast. Yeah. And, like, that could um, be because you just live in the present. Right, like, your exactly. Minds in the present point. and stuff. <laughs> yeah. All right. But, uh, yeah, definitely um, our most serious and, like, in-depth episode we've ever done. Most of the time, you know, we joke about uh, messing around. Yeah. In school and stuff, mm-hmm. so this is definitely I, I think scene. yeah a nice change of pace. I I really appreciate all the stuff you had to say. That was great. Yeah, I, I appreciate you guys uh, your inputs and questions on everything. I guess it's like yeah, uh, just like we kept this conversation going for a yeah, long time. Awesome. And it yeah, was, that's uh, how it happens. That's how the podcast. It's the magic of it. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. This was a two and a half hour long episode. Yeah, we'll see if people listen to this one. I like watching a movie. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely I'm, something yeah. someone's gonna have to you know pause and then come back to. Yeah, whenever they're all right. Well, I'd be happy that podcast be listening. Be great. Yeah, man. If you I, think about it, Joe Rogan's podcasts tend to be like, like an hour to like four hours sometimes. Oh, I, even longer than that sometimes. Yeah, sometimes they get really into it, and you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Mm. Something wrong with mm. having a long conversation. Exactly. But, uh, yeah. All right. Well, this is Isaac Coupon chirping out. Yeah, this is uh, Michael Turpak chirping out. And uh, Zach, you want to finish us off? Hey, uh, I'm, I'm chirping out in the present, baby. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All, All right. right. I think that's it for the, uh, the what 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 episode is it? I don't remember exactly, like, what number it is, but uh, I'm not sure. I think we're Should around I? our ninth. Oh. So, I think it might be our eighth or ninth. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Thanks for listening if you made it this far, and uh, we'll see you next week. Peace, Worms. Peace. Take care.